you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello football fans, it's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. Welcome to a very special edition of the Dave Damashek Football Program. Available as always on Stitcher, iTunes, and nfl.com slash Shaq. Yes, once again, you may hear a little difference in audio quality. That's because we are outside the friendly confines of Studio 66. Maximum strength in favor of paying a visit to the Valley of the Sun, the home of Mo Damashek and my old man, and Super Bowl 49 kicking off on Sunday, the Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Running up to the game, we have been doing a show as we do each and every year here, Super Bowl Live. From Radio Row, a gaggle of pigskin superstars rolled through onto the stage and kibitzed with us about this, that, and the other. Great times. Me, Matt Money-Smith, Adam Rank, Molly Karam. Uh, Money and I had a good time talking to a bunch of guys, including the great Patrick Peterson, Greg Jennings, always delightful, Arian Foster, a strong candidate for the most interesting man in the NFL world, Torrey Smith, great. You may recall, if you listened to the DDFP back in December, he and I tried to create a little, you know, holiday spirit. He's a Raven. I'm a Steelers fan. We tried a Christmas carol. It went quite poorly. So we tried a, a new song this time around. And uh, the, the fascinating Martellus Bennett, another prime candidate for the most interesting man in the NFL world. Let's get to that. We had so many great guys, the Hall of Famers that we get to work with. Warren Sapp, Michael Irvin paid us a visit out here. Uh, LT was out here. Mooch, always delightful. Our pal Daniel Jeremiah. The list goes on and on. Nick Foles, Teddy Bridgewater. You know what? Instead of listening to me flap my gums, 
Why don't I let you hear some of the best of those interviews? I'm going to throw you to it right now. Oh, and I left one out there. His name's Le'Veon Bell, a.k.a. the best running back in the sport of football here and now. We kibitzed with him, like I say, so that I swooned over. Anywho, enough about this. Let's hear some of those great interviews. And we'll start off with Martellus Bennett. Martellus Bennett, after breaking records that were held by Mike Ditka for about 60 years for the Chicago Bears, a Pro Bowl tight end. Did you have fun out there at the, at the Pro Bowl? Seemed like it was a good time. It was cool. You know, I, um, I kind of go into new experiences with no expectations. So usually I take it for what it is, and I experience it at that, at that moment. Um, uh, it was kind of hard. It was one of the hardest games to play in because, you know, there's not a real strategic plan. And, you know, I'm, I'm like a true tight end who has a, you know, like, hey, I plan on how I'm going to get open. I'm on the same page with the quarterback, what I'm looking for in the defense and things like that. Study the defense to, you know, the maximum ability and I prepare like that. But this game, you just really didn't prepare. Go run. Yeah, go run. So uh, it was fun, though. It was cool, like, meeting the guys. But the uniforms were unattractive. I look good in most uniforms, so I wasn't yeah. really tripping. But they should let me design next year's uh, uniforms. or let the guys go you know, get have an input. You know, I have a design background. What colors would you, would you invoke for this? I don't know. It varies from year to year. Um, I'm not a real big fan of too much of the highlighter color. I would, I'm, I'm I, would add it, I would add it as an accent on another main color, like, you know. And I would use more like an electric blue, you know, if I'm going to do not like a highlighter orange or highlighter green. But... It was cool to go out there and, and, and have something different. Nike does a good job. I would have put a, uh, like a, a faux bolo tie, you know, like paint the bolo oh, tie with the yeah. strips, you know, coming down just to signify, hey, we're in the desert. This is what they wear. I would do something fun with the jersey numbers. Like I would use like Comic Sans, you uh, know, for the jersey. <laughs> no, like a totally different, yeah. something that you wouldn't see all the time, like something real fun and real cool that just because Pro Bowl is a time to try out new things. Try a new on. uniform, guy, like pants, I'll put polka dots on the pants. Like just really just have fun. <laughs> like on the side, like just have like, you know, black and white uniforms with white polka dots on a stripe on a stripe on the side. See? Just do something really cool and creative. So you think outside the box is what you think. I live outside the box. But they try to put my thoughts inside the box, but the box isn't big enough. What? You bring so up I'll, rules changes. Hey, don't just blow right by that. How about that? <laughs> box isn't big enough, hence the thoughts spill out of the box. Yes. And here we are now outside of the box with Martellus Bennett's thoughts. He and brother Michael are both terrific. By the way, Michael has one ring. That's cool. If he gets a second one, does he give you one, though? No, the one ring that I have that really matters is this one. Oh, oh, that's wonderful. That. That's what guys say if they don't win Super Bowls. <laughs> no, but over, overall, I think, um, you know, if he, I don't want his rings. You know, I want to get my own. I'm very proud of Michael from his journey. You know, he always had his back against the, the wall. He never really got the recognition that he deserves. And now he, everyone's starting to blow it out the water because they're starting to see what he's all about, the type of guy he is, the type of the way that he plays, the energy that he brings. And he's really, really funny. And people always ask me, like, yes, he is. who's funnier? And I'll be like, well, if you like Larry David, you want to go with Michael. But if you like Eddie Murphy or Martin Lawrence, you want to come over to me. You know, so it's just two different Two very funny guys, yeah. for sure. But you mentioned rules changes at the Pro Bowl, and you saw the narrower goalposts. you got to have a couple of fun rules changes, right? Uh, for Pro Bowl, if I change rules? No, for rules, anything. For, uh, for regular season, for life. what would you Not even football. <laughs> yeah. Rules of life. Um, first of all, football, the, the finest system has to change. I mean, there's just, just too much of a dictatorship. You know, I think there's just um, – but that's how it is when you give all the power – to one side, you know, it's not a democracy. Like even the president has to go through checks and balances. You got the legislative branch, the judicial branch, the executive branch. That's why he can't pass. That's why he just can't pass bills. Because what's your a, favorite branch? Um, 
uh, Willow Trees branch. Oh, see, <laughs> like look at that. I find Willow Trees to be fascinating because they're always weeping. So I always wonder, you know, if it was a person, personification is one of my favorite things. Mm. So I was wondering if the, the Willow Tree is a person, what would it be like to be around that person? Mm. You know, like so sad, how do you well, cheer it up? It's now, you were talking tree. about a weeping willow as a opposed to a willow. pussy willow where it's yes. got the nice soft little... Uh, I'm talking about the weeping willow. Mm. Boy, that's a The one a that dangles like this. Well, you're talking about comedians. I imagine like Stephen Wright is kind of a, uh, a weeping you, willow of a person. Would you rather be a weeping willow or a pussy willow? Though? Yeah, that's you a know, good I don't point. know that there's any winners that's out of that choice, one. you know? Yeah. Now, now we got too many thoughts. They're spilling out of the box. You could be here. a willow, just um, a willow. Just let's like maybe uh, daughter. <laughs> Mark Tressman. What was your what was your relationship like with the the former head coach? Now that he's moved on after two years. Oh, me and Tressman were cool. You yeah. know, we had, you know we talked, we communicated often. Um, great guy, very cerebral, very highly intelligent, uh, fun to talk to. You know, because we used to talk about other things like books we were reading or you know shooting like. You know, if I ever read some great articles, I'll shoot those over to him because he's interested in those things as well. Or, you know, we had a lot of conversations about just becoming better people and like our journeys of where we are and where we want to go. Um, great offensive minded um, coach. Um, very proud. He landed right back on his feet and um, with the Ravens. I think he's going to inherit a good good team and he'll be able to do a lot of good things over there. Just real quick. I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but really Forte is so good and always slept on. You and Marshall and, and, and Jeffrey, that offense just seemed like, well, this is it. It's going to be just about unstoppable. Well, for, first of all, Forte is the best running back in the league. I don't know about that, but I agree with you that he's most slept on. He's in the top four or five for sure. Yeah, it depends, well, it depends what you want from a running back. I want everything. Well, you want to go with Forte or the right. Le'Veon Bells. That's, well, that's where See? my head is. Those yeah. two guys, but we, we, use, we could run Forte a lot more. You know, um, but if you want somebody that does every single thing, those two guys are the ones that come to mind. Let's try McCoy's up there, too. Yep. But I always ride with Forte. I see he's literally a workhorse. I see him. He does everything. He caught 102 balls this year. Ridiculous. And ran for 1,000 yards. I mean, the guy's is legit. Um, he works harder than most guys, if not all guys. You know, he's my work. I work out with him all the time because I realize, you know, I, only other person I could work out with besides my brother is Forte because they both have the same type of work ethic that I have. And he's one of my favorite teammates, and I just the the fact that no one really recognizes him for what he does every single week from week to week is you know it's kind of sad. But the other thing about Forte is he doesn't say much, and if you don't really push yourself or say much, then people don't really yeah. you know don't really say nothing about you. But you got to recognize him for what he does on the field. Absolutely. It's have you strange, um, yeah. have you ever? And I'm not trying to paint this in a negative, but have you ever gone out with Jay Cutler? I've had, yeah. Off the I've field. Been, yes, I've been out with Jay Keller on a couple times. Um, we went to Bush Rod's party together. Um, um, I go out to dinner with him in some cities we go to. Because he, you know, obviously the persona is that face that we're seeing on the monitor right now, sort of that pouty face. You, you get the sense that maybe he isn't uh, a very welcoming He's kind like a of weeping guy. willow. Yeah, like a weeping willow, exactly. He, he could be a uh, weeping willow. <laughs> is that how he is away from the field? Nah, is that just. So even on the field, like, I think that's just his. He's almost like it's almost like he's emotionless on the field. I think, and the game of football, people love to see emotion. They love to see a guy get riled up or yell or jump or you know scream, do you know dance, whatever it is. People love that part of the game. But Jay doesn't say much. Like when something goes wrong, he doesn't show a lot of emotion. But when he comes on the sideline, you talk to him. He's like, yeah, man, because he's so intelligent. He's one of the most intelligent people that you ever meet. And he hand, when you talk to him, you realize how intelligent he is. So he just like man, he basically tell you like, hey man, I messed up right there. I should have did this, this, and this better. I'm, and I'm always like, I should have did this. You know, I always take the blame. If it's an interception by me, I would say it was my fault. For one, I don't throw the quarterback under the bus. 
you know, and that's the number one thing you could do. You know what I'm saying? It's like sure. getting, if the secretary, if the mom likes you, then the dad's going to like you. If you try to date a girl, get the mom to like you. Because then the dad will like you. Oh, you know what? It's interesting you bring that up because uh, that sounds like relationship advice. Yes. Which yeah. brings us to uh, a segment of the okay. show that we like to call Ask Marty. Oh, that's a great segment name. So uh, we had our viewers submit questions via Twitter, at NFL Live, and we figured you would be a perfect person to answer them. So here we go. Especially since it's named Ask Marty. It yeah. Okay. Really, I don't know how many guys. So hashtag Dear Marty, what's the weirdest thing about football? That doesn't seem like a relationship question, but hey, we'll take it. I think the, one of the weirdest things about football is the relationships. Actually, um, you get all these guys from, it's like a, a potluck of people, a melting pot of all these guys from different places. But the thing is, the compromising that ha goes on, from the music that's played in the locker room to what we decide to eat for dinner, there's always a compromise. So, like, a lot of guys, when we play sports, even in college, you don't really get to know who you are as a person because you're constantly with other guys and you constantly compromise. We want to go see a movie. It's like, well, which movie should we see? So we all go see the same movie. Uh -huh. Or the music I listen to, like me, I, like, I listen to so much hip-hop because all the guys love the hip-hop, but I love R&B and soul, you know, soul music better, or alternative rock is one of my favorites, but I'd never know that if I'd never spent time by myself. So just how much, how much you're surrounded by people and how much you compromise for those people. Anything but the, uh, the big OVO linemen and their stupid country music, right? You'll take anything but that. Some country songs I like, not all of them. See, most I, of them are bad. I, yeah, a lot of them are bad. I yeah. just don't feel, I just feel like most country songs are willow trees. <laughs> you know, so it's just, it's just weird. It's All like, right. if you, yeah, is there another question? Yeah, you want it. Okay, you can but roll. finish your thought on the uh, willow. Oh, yeah, I'm going to say, because, you know, country music, like, you got to lose your dog. Yep. Your wife has to leave you for your best friend. You're at the bottom of a bottle. You're at the bottom of the bottle. Yep. Girls in nice jeans and drive pickup trucks, yep. which, you know, everybody likes nice girls in pickup trucks. Sure, but that truck's got no brakes. No brakes on the truck. And it needs an engine swap, yes. and you got no money. No, no money. You can't have money if you're a country <laughs> Guitar's singer. Guitars only got one string. But country music singers make the most money, but they, <laughs> they sing do. about the, the weirdest things. Uh, here we go. Uh, if I dropped a mixtape called Year of the Yellow Dinosaur, would you be mad? No, I would not be mad. That's a prerogative. If you wanted me, it would be hard for you to come back after I drop Year of the Orange Dinosaur. You know, so um, it's cool, but don't drop it in the summer because I got a new album coming out called Dinosaurs and Dynamite. I, I you know, dinosaurs those, are dynamite. I think. Yes. I wasn't satisfied by those questions. I have my own. Ask okay. I like this. I like well, this Twitter shit. doesn't have great questions most of the time. No, well, Twitter listen, is not a place for intelligence. I don't like Bill Belichick or any other head coach or any other grown man walking around in his flip-flops so that the world can see his bare stinking feet. I don't want to see that. It's it's an unattractive, uh, selfish move. How say you? It's Arizona, so flip-flops are welcome, you no, know, so. For women and for, for little too. kids. Not Do you wear flip-flops? Not for grown men. No, it's either barefoot or shoe for me. Really? Man, you grew up barefooted. That's right. Didn't I did. you ever read Born yeah, to Run, Shaq? Yeah, We're yeah, supposed to be walking around in our bare feet. But those shoes they make that's supposed to be for your toes, they just prove that the science behind those shoes, there is no science. Oh, oh the really? Vibram Five they're Fingers? To, yeah, they're supposed to make your yeah. feet stronger. There's no science they behind them. They got the those zero drops. Too. They're supposed yeah. to lessen the impact. You want to do a, a wheel of stupid questions here? Yes. All right, you want to spin it? Yes. All right, you spin it. I can spin my own wheel. You can spin your own damn wheel. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, now I feel like I'm going to have to get the one from the top. Sorry. I'm going to have to grab the one at the top because he's managed to spin the wheel. Here we go. It's going to stop, and I see it right there. I'm going to pull it right here. Question number 11. Indiana Jones. Great movie. Or Han Solo. Oh, tough question. Um, 
Not huge on Star Wars. I love Yoda and Chewbacca. Anybody could talk without talking, I love them. Um, um, but I'm going with Indiana Jones. My favorite one is Lost of the... Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. With Shia LaBeouf. Uh, oh, oh, oh no, no, that's the oh, worst. No, it's, a, it's a great atrocity, not the Crystal Skull. Why would you do that? that? You're doing that on purpose. You're trying to upset us. I just want to see what y'all was going to say. That's I, I refuse to acknowledge the existence of that picture. Right, here that's we go. Although I do love Shia LaBeouf. And me, Shia, we should do a movie together. <laughs> uh, you know what? He might be available, the way yeah. things have been going for Shia these days. I follow him on Twitter. Oh, here's a good one. This is a great Martellus Bennett uh, question. Number 48. What's your favorite letter in the alphabet? Oh, that's, that's tough. Is it cursive or is it print? Uh, let's do both. If print? It's if, it's, if, it's cursive, if it's cursive, it's the capital G. Got a lot of loops. It's pretty. Yeah. Thinking about it. I like the S. On the cursive. The, the S is two loops. Yeah. I, like I don't like idea. that one. That doesn't even look like a, what an S is supposed to so, look so like. So beautiful about it. If it's cursive, it's the capital G. If it's cursive, it's the capital G, which is kind of like the box. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, and if it's um, if I'm writing, um, I say print. What would you call it? Normal handwriting? Yeah, just yeah, Arabic letters. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, if I'm print. writing in Arab, no, not not Arabic, but if I'm writing it with the Arabic letters in Comic Sans. Um, <laughs> he loves the comic sans. I just think it's a terrible font. It's, it is. Um, it's the worst. Uh, my favorite letter in the alphabet <laughs> would have to. This is a tough question too. Um, Can you imagine a date between it would have to comic be, sans and a, and a uh, weeping willow? Mm. Oh, that would be. It the would worst. have to. It'll be. It have to be a capital B. Capital B. Yeah. That's good luck. Like what is your beat. favorite font? You don't like Comic Sans. Are you an Arial Black guy? No, I am a, um, I like Arial Black. Um, what is it, Helvetica? Oh, Helvetica's beautiful. I like, it's beautiful. That's a great, yeah. The Wing ding. <laughs> the one font they need to get rid of, though, is um, Old English. There's no place sure. in the world for Old English. Um, tell font. us about... Uh, Helvetica numbers tell, on Pro yeah. Bowl uniforms. Not a bad idea. Year. Imagination bad idea. Agency. Well, so the Imagination Agency is my company. You know, I'm preparing to launch this year, you know, or do all the children's books. I'm finishing up my first short film, animated short film, which is called Zuvi, A Warm and Fuzzy Tale. And it's about um, a penguin named Cosmo, who's a part of his most prestigious group in the world, kind of like the NFL, but it's really the Tiny Tuxedos, the best dance group of penguins you'll ever see in your life. And, but it's not enough for him. He wants to be something more, something different. So he leaves, um, he gets out the penguin house and goes into the real world of the zoo outside of his cage. And he falls in love with movies. So he sets out to see a movie. So his whole goal is to, um, is to make this movie. He makes these two characters, Michael and Penny, fall in love. I named them after my mom and dad because oh. I wrote this movie for my daughter. And then, like, so the, some of the voices, Carrie Champion from ESPN does a mm -hmm. voice, um, Asher Roth. Um, the hip-hop artist, um, great. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf, I did not get Shia LaBeouf um, yet. But Shia, I, the next movie I'm working on, I need Samuel L. Jackson, though. Okay. Only got like six lines for him, but. Maybe Joe Biden? No, no Joe Biden. Yeah. So I, I think Sam Jackson's in right. every movie that exists So over the last 20 years. I've just so never so. seen anyone who could curse the way that Sam Jackson curses. <laughs> he is a master. He's good. I've tried to perfect that, too, but it's not there yet. I'm yeah. almost there. You're getting there? Maybe next year. With the MFs. Yeah, you can try it on us next year. All right. Absolutely. Y'all just be beeping out the whole show. Well, that's all right. That's all right. We'll let, the, we'll let the producers figure that one out. We're just the host. Look, we just had to write it. What, what do you want us to do? Uh, yeah. Congratulations on all your past success. We always appreciate you coming Thank by. Thank you. I appreciate you guys for having me on. Inside the downtown Phoenix Convention Center, it is Super Bowl Live with uh, Dave Damashek, Matt Money-Smith here. And right between us, the three-time Pro Bowler, three years in the league. Let's see how that works out. Oh, what do you know? It's Patrick Peterson. 
Just got to hop in his car and drive over here, huh? Hanging out at home. Right up the road. Right up the road. <laughs> uh, so are you busy? Do you stay at home? Like, what, what is Super Bowl week like you when Super Bowl is in your hometown? Well, I do stay home, but I'm only home probably four hours okay. out of the day. That's it? So, so you're busy? Yeah, I'm very busy. I'm, I'm around the city. Pretty much throughout the day, it's, it's a busy week, but at the same time, I definitely want to capitalize are, on it. Are you expected to play host with everybody who comes in, all your well, friends from uh, different teams? All the LSU in, like, guys or something Get us a you. reservation here. Get, you know, that Actually, kind of I have. I was playing host because, obviously, you guys know the Pro Bowl was here last, last mm-hmm. week. So um, I was able to play a little bit more host and um, uh, chauffeur uh, <laughs> during the Pro Bowl week. But this week, is, uh, it's been very different. I only have, I only have two teammates on, uh, on the New England Patriots, Stephen Ridley and uh, Brandon LaFell. Those guys are having a busy week themselves, getting ready for the biggest game of their, uh, of their NFL career. So um, they haven't hit me up. Uh, of, uh, of any where to eat just yet. Well, but we would, sure Money and I would like to go eat at uh, Pizzeria Bianco. Can you pull some strings for us there? I think well, I that's good. There. Do you City have a Hall personal relationship with him? City Hall is probably the best. Oh, it is? Mastro really? City Hall. Oh, Mastro's. I was thinking of pizza. I was like, no, I think Bianco's like the best pizza place in the world or something yeah, like that. I mean, they're, they're pretty good, but if you, if you want the best restaurant here in Arizona, yeah. City, City Hall. Yeah, no question. Yeah. That's where the whole uh, Matt Liner dinner with Mike Silver went down, as a matter of fact, that Mastro's ah, City Hall. That, it got him a little expensive. bit of uh, trouble there. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Uh, give us an idea of your relate. So much made of it when Tyron Matthew was drafted by the Cardinals, how important it was that you were here and, and how that's kind of blossomed. If it has blossomed anymore, how close the two of you are? We're very close, and our relationship is never going to change. You know, that's that's my little brother right there. You know, um, I think the world of him, he thinks the world of me. You know, um, we've been doing a lot of great things together over the course of the time we was at LSU, and now that we are in the NFL, the sky's the limit for us. But our relationship is never going to change. It's just going to continue well, to get stronger. One relationship that may be changing is the SEC versus the rest of college football. The SEC <laughs> seemed to take a little dip there in 2014, and the Big Ten is now oh, rising. Man. Pac-12 Big, looking good. Big Ten, Pac-12, they have one winning season. I mean, we won the last takes. eight of them, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> you say we had a dip? <laughs> a little dip. Just you know, a little dip. Alabama. And, you know, but although, yeah, let's, just, let's stick with the SEC then. Um, <laughs> I have been fortunate to have called a number of games at SEC venues. It is my contention that of all of them, and I do love Death Go Valley, it's very, very unique. But Don't say it. Do there's something it. about Oxford. That is, I agree. That is, it's just different. It's it really different, different. To, than than everything else. I will agree. I haven't won there just yet, but that is a great atmosphere down in Oxford. Yeah, you know, uh, it, it it's different. The stadium not is not that big, but it's very. It gets very rowdy. It's all them dudes and blue blazers and the girls and the cotillion dress. It's just a yeah. different vibe. It I mean, really it's really is. It's very unique in it's the cool SEC. Though. Yeah, it is. What about now? Let's talk about uh, your your pro team there and what Bruce Arians has done. It really is a crazy thing that there was never really any buzz, uh, you know, for years. There was never talk. Bruce Arians really needs to interviews for some head coaching gigs, and all he's done is you know he really took over for Pagano in Indy and then gets down there. You guys double digit wins, playoff visits, so on and so forth. What gives with this guy? Uh, I mean, coach, coach been in the league for forty plus years, so he's been around. Uh, a bunch of great coaches. He's been around great mentors. Been around um, uh, uh, Bear Bryant down in, uh, in, in Alabama. So he knows what it takes. And now that he finally has the opportunity, the sky's the limit for coach. I mean, the way he motivates the, the team, the way he gets guys prepared, 
and the, the confidence that he gives guys to go out on the field to play with is unbelievable. I mean, I've never been around a coach that has so much energy and passion for the game like Coach B.A. We uh, were talking about this yesterday uh, when Coach Horton left. Everyone said, oh, boy, there it goes. Defense going to fall apart. They should have never let him get away. Uh, and then Coach Bowles comes in. Oh, boy, they should have never let Coach Bowles get away. Is there any concern there? What was it about those two guys or, or you players that you were able to keep it going after Horton left and now will try to do that after Coach Bowles leaves? I think it's going to be what and what. You know, players make coordinators and coordinators make players, you know, so it's all it's all going to come down to whoever we get as a coordinator, being able to keep the core, the core guys together um, and do what the guy do what the guys that we have here are able to do. We don't want to do anything different. I'm quite sure coach we already said he, we're going to hire in house. So we're going to pretty much gonna run the same system. Now it's all about the coordinator, the, the play caller to have that familiarity with his players and be comfortable to call those big time plays in those big time moments. What got into you in the last year? You all, you're, you're a pleasant fella. I talked to you about a year ago, in fact, at the at the last Super Bowl. And in the offseason, you decided to mix it up a little bit with Richard <laughs> Sherman and everything. I'm all for it, by the way. The NFL can use a little WWF kind of right. style uh, <laughs> back and forth there. Um, but as you look back, are, are you happy you did that? Do you like uh, playing that uh, off the field? I'm better than you kind of stuff? Well, I mean, I won't necessarily call it we was playing or, or we, we was having fun, though. We, we was having fun, you know, as competitors and as being the guys that we are in our position. We play this game to be the best. I mean, it, that, that competitive edge is always going to be there. We're always going to get compared to one another. Not only us two, but you got Joe Hayden, you got Darrell Reeves, um, you got Brent Grimes. There's so many guys that can be. How about Vontae Davis? Vontae Davis is all had, about had an Davis. amazing year this yeah. year. There's so many guys that could be in that in that category, and but at the same time, all five of us, six of us, have different playing styles. So it's kind of difficult to rank guys um, at that position. But you know, obviously, you know guys they go by stats. That makes the the whole ranking, but. To me, that doesn't make the player. Stats doesn't make the player. The, um, obviously, the defense, one of the best in the league. It has been uh, for a few years now. Offensively, you had the issues at quarterback because mm -hmm. of the injuries. Um, you go into that game in Carolina, the defense certainly plays well enough uh, to win, but Ryan Lindley just seemingly <laughs> just couldn't get it going um, right. and, and really never got it going as right. the starting quarterback. What kind of challenge is that for you, one of the leaders of the defense, to know what kind of number you're going to have to hold the opponent to if you guys are going to get out of there with a win? Well, as a defense, and over the last two years, as good as we've been, our goal is always we don't want anyone scoring. As a defense, that's, what, that's, that's the goal each and every week. You don't want anybody scoring on your team. I mean, on your, on your defense, because if a team can't score, they can't win. But at the same time, we got to have consistent play out of the quarterback position because, to me, quarterback makes up 50% of the football team. You can go without anybody else. If you have a solid quarterback that can put the, the ball in, right hand, in the right hands, yeah. you, can go, you can go a very long place. So, I mean, the sky's the limit for us. We hope Carson can come back healthy. Uh, I know Coach Aaron's got a, a master plan cooking up here for the offseason. Can't wait to see the new faces we bring in. Well, are you now, we talked a little bit about Richard Sherman. They're your division foe. You know, you talk about SEC, clearly you have pride in the overall conference. You're not going to root for the Seahawks here. You know, nah. it, doesn't, it doesn't reflect well on the NFC nah. West. You want to see them suffer, yes? Especially, definitely not winning in, in my house. Yeah, that yeah, would, yeah, yeah that's that, true. That, that Talk to Calais Campbell oh, about that, man, too. That yeah. definitely would not be good. But I am rooting for the New England Patriots because I do have 
some college teammates that are playing for that for, for that ball club, and I would definitely love to see that's, those guys get their first championship. That's so odd. LSU put so few players in the NFL. You know, they managed to have a <laughs> so couple few, of I yeah, think Probably have the second most right now. The first or the second most yeah. in the league right now. We go to that place, whatever it was, City Hall, the, the fancy Mastros. restaurant, oh, Mastro's. Yeah. Let's say we go there, we ring up a tab to beat the band. Who, and and it's you, me, Money, and Richard Sherman. Who's more likely to go for the tab? You or Richard Sherman? Uh, Richard. Richard would probably pay for it. Is that right? Yeah. All right. Richard <laughs> Sherman. Quick. Richard Sherman and Patrick Peterson line up. They run a 50-yard dash. Who wins that? Patrick Peterson. Yeah. Yeah. Got any more? I'm trying to throw some. Uh, how about this? Here. You know I what? Want to make Patrick Maybe. Peterson. I want to. I want to encourage this debate so it goes all through <laughs> this offseason too. How about uh, how about a game of uh, checkers, Patrick Peterson or Richard? Interesting. Schoen? Checkers. Or or Connect Four. Connect Four. I'm a beast. <laughs> oh, so, uh, beast. Yeah. You know, I won three straight Connect Four titles in the nineties. That's just not true. That yeah, that, that is absolutely That's just not. That true. is absolutely no the truth. I won one in '96. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I retired. I retired from competitive <laughs> form, so don't try and suck me into uh, the beat you, here. You, of course, know uh, the Dennis Green speech after the game against the Bears. Uh, who we thought they were. Would you, uh, would you mind helping us out with a little something here? For our, for our viewers that may not remember, let's give them a look uh, at right. the, uh, the, the famous speech from, the Bears from Dennis Green. What, what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. All right. So, Patrick Peterson. My Dennis Green outfit. You got more Dennis Green outfit. Been, been working out yeah, there, Danny. Yeah, okay. but no. There we go. Uh, you see the uh, the cue cards right there. I do. If uh, you just go and and I love the mic hit. I love so the if mic you can too. remember uh, to hit the mic there as well. Here you we ready? go. Yep. The Bears are what they thought. What we thought they were. They are what we thought they were. We played them in the preseason. We played them in. Next. Flip it. Car- Next. No, right. Flip it. <laughs> <laughs> the third game. Everybody played three quarters. <laughs> The Bears who? The Bears are who? We thought we thought they were. Oh, we thought they were. I can't even see. I, know, I can't even see that. Oh, too much light. <laughs> why me? That's why we took the damn field. <laughs> That's why we took the damn field. Now here we go. Now, if you want me to crowd, if you want me to crowd them, then crowd their damn ass. <laughs> <laughs> but they are they are who we thought they are, and we let them off the hook. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. There we go. All right. Patrick, we did not make it. We did not make it easy on you. Mo, come up here. Here's my oh, mom. Hey, Mr. How you doing, my What's mom? happening? How you doing? This is Patrick Peterson. This Hi, is Patrick. Nice to meet you. Mo nice Damashek, yeah. Oh, hello, hello. That's money over there. Yeah, hey, come sit uh, right next to me. Yeah. Mr. Damashek, it's great to she, see you. She lives in Scottsdale. Nice to meet you. Look at that. That's doing nice. Doing great. Nice. You guys could maybe go to the city hall together. Oh, yeah. Mastro's. Mastro's. I think that's what we're going to do. Patrick's going to pick it up. Beautiful place, right? It's, it's going to be great. What's so your favorite steak there? My favorite steak, I just get the strip, New York strip. Yeah, strip. But my husband gets the big, whole, big, whatever, ribeye. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. I'm a 22-ounce ribeye guy. That's, that's exactly You know what we should do? The mic there. Mo loves. <laughs> oh, I'm how about, uh, how about his shoes there, Mo, by the way? Those are beautiful. Well, what do you got? I'm, what I'm are those? Some on armors. On armor running sneakers. Under these are pretty shoes. light, too. Are they? Oh, yeah. Those are nice, yeah. 
Oh, very like nice. That. Oh, we got them on the camera there. Absolutely. Check Maybe out those Under Armour. Oh, an Under Armour sweatsuit as well. Sweatsuit. There you go. And that's a high-class sweatsuit. That's a yeah. sweatsuit. You know what? I bet you could wear that into Mastro City Hall and they wouldn't throw you out. Oh, no. Nah, I know Mike, so. Oh, you know Mike? Yeah, Mike, he's walked me right, right through the back room and sit me right down, and my food normally is waiting for me. So all we got to do is say, hey, Patrick told us to ask, ask for Mike. Mike. Just ask for Mike. And, yeah, uh, care and that's that. I live done for and done. four months. I'm going to do it, Patrick. <laughs> all right. <laughs> See? Do we want to show, Pat, we want to get Patrick's opinion on uh, wide receivers here? Oh, that's a good idea. Let's do that. Let's yeah. do that. Um, better receivers, Patriots or Seahawks? Mm. I'll probably have to say, whew, that's a tough one. I go with the Patriots. It's okay. really not the greatest collection of wide I'm going to get <laughs> yeah. you in any trouble. Doug Baldwin right. gets mad when everybody breaks oh, yeah, it up. He, but yeah, he they really high. aren't the most esteemed group of uh, wide receivers right. ever. A two-time Pro Bowler, a Super Bowl champion that put it on the Steelers. Oh, did he put it on the Steelers. Something fierce. And that was Super Bowl 35? 40. For Super 40. 40. Oh, that's right. What am I saying? It's 49, not 39. Oh, my gosh. You're not that old. No. He's a young buck. He uh, led the Vikings in receiving yards this past season with rookie uh, Teddy Bridgewater taking over by the end of the year. It's our old friend, one of our favorites, Greg Jennings, back on the set. How are you, Greg? I'm doing great. Yeah, 35 would be a while Yeah, ago, 35 will be. The 90s. Those yeah. were some good days, though. They were. Let me tell you. I didn't care for that Super Bowl result. I've told you as much in the past, but let's move back beyond that. What about the NFC title game? I just talked to James Jones a couple weeks ago. He told me he was rooting for the Packers. I said that's outrageous. You don't root for the team you <laughs> left like that then because that means you weren't essential. How say you on that one? Did you um, want to see them do it? You know what? Uh, a part of me did, a part of me didn't. I'll tell you why. A part of me did because, I, you know, I have guys on that team that I still converse with, Randall Cobb being one of them. He wasn't there. He got there the year after where we felt like we had another opportunity to do it again. We didn't, so he didn't have an opportunity. Got a guy like Julius Peppers, been playing this game for a long time and wanted an opportunity to win a ring, which is why he went to Green Bay. But right here, right now, this is the reason why I'm like, yeah, I could live with them not being yeah. in it because I would have to deal with it the entire time. <laughs> ah, well, and exactly. that's the only reason. But other than that, you what know. What about that? I don't want to put you on the spot. But I, I asked James Jones half kiddingly. I said, Jennings and Rodgers are cool now, right? He said, I'm, I'm not touching that one. What is the story there? Yeah, we. I mean, we're good friends. We're great. You and A-Rod. I, I almost called him A-Rod. That's the worst nickname. Aaron Rodgers. Let's call him that. Yeah, we're great. We're great. It's, it's the best quarterback in the game. That's right. Yeah. How is, how is uh, Teddy Bridgewater coming along? Teddy Bridgewater is, he's making strides. Um, I, I love everything that he's showing us as a, as a quarterback, um, even more importantly as a young adult, as a young man in this, in this league where things can kind of pull on you and and kind of curve you into something that you know you're not. But uh, he stands true to who he is and his beliefs. And uh, he's a very humble guy, very respectable guy, a very likable guy. I think it's interesting when guys leave situations where they're, you know, you're in the midst of a successful run. But, you know, you're human beings, football players, and a lot of fans tend to ignore that. Yep. Do you like the Twin Cities as a, from a lifestyle Absolutely. Standpoint? Absolutely. We love the Twin Cities. My wife and our four kids, we absolutely love mm -hmm. it. Um, and it's, it, it's, it's been great for us because our kids have been able to uh, stay someplace uh, for a complete year. And that was not the case in Green Bay. We would go oh, back home. There? We didn't live there year-round. Um, and so they love being there with their friends that, that they've made at the beginning of the year and having them 
grow together for a whole course of the year. So they've loved that. I mean, my wife and I just having different varieties of what, what we can get into with the kids, without the kids. It's just a lot more to, to get involved. I just realized that you're, you're born and raised in Michigan. Mm -hmm. Then you go, you go to Western Michigan, you're a Bronco. You then go to Green Bay, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Now you've made your way west yet yeah. to Minnesota. Montana. So now, is it North or South Dakota? What are you guys, <laughs> no, 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 guys no, going to no. do next? No, no uh, North and South Dakota. No, nothing against those two states. Just, that's, but, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're done. You're yeah, done moving yeah, west. Yeah, I'm done moving. Hey, what's the weather there though right now? Come to think of it, in the Twin Cities. Oh, because we're going to be there in a couple years. Three be, years from now, that's I want to say we'll it's be. about 25. It's actually a oh, balmy, a balmy 25. Absolutely. It's we haven't gotten a whole lot of snow. It's been one of the warmest winters we've had forever and last year was brutal so we deserved it La uh, right before you came on the set Chuck and I were just saying to one another you know what thank God it's Friday I mean we just it, we, we looked right at one another and we said thank God it's I'm Friday you, if I'm only there was a restaurant that could capture the essence <laughs> of how an employee you, feels when it's Friday they make people happy what is, is there a restaurant that captures the essence of how one feels when it's Friday? There, there actually is. You're TGI crazy. Fridays. That's what the TGI stands for? Yes. <laughs> Thank goodness you're on set. Absolutely. Have you been there? Absolutely. I feel like I've been there, too. And I will be there. You will. From here and on forward. Every Friday. Kidding? Well, Every, even Tuesday. Sunday. They make it feel like I'm it's Friday. You, I'm going to tell you why Sunday. Why Sunday? Because starting Sunday, yeah. the day of the big game, Happy every hour. I know you. I know you've been a part of happy hours. I like being happy. A happy hour. Okay. Happy every hour. Endless happy every hour. Matter of fact, I'm gonna make your day. Look, Look at this. What is 25 that? for you. 25. Come on. For you. Look at that. Ching. Get you some. Get yourself some some you know boneless buffalo wings. Okay. Why did he just loaded, go? Loaded what baked did he just do? He that? did just. Did he, you see he, what he slid he that did? in there real quick. Like Who did he okay. Slide? Who did he hand it to? <laughs> Did he hand it to you? Did he, he hand it to me? I need it. Let me tell you guys something. I want you to try this. Everybody, you know, here is spoken for, but just the same. Maybe it's a tip for the kids out there. You're a smooth operator, though. I can tell that much. What do you think about this on a first date? I think you sit down at TGI Fridays. It's uh, your, your young ladies there with you. Here's how you impress her. You say, you want an appetizer? Yeah, like calamari. Well, maybe potato skins. You say, how about this? The wheel. I want all. One of each. Doesn't that show that you've got... A, 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 You're going Tower of Apps. A love of life. I'm just having them all. And the woman swoons. What? This guy just gets them all. Wow. I want to I wanna be in this guy's company, well, right? I, I think that you're, that's the smorgasbord effect. Yeah, sure. right. I'm, you know, when I'm, when I'm dealing with my women, I, 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 I don't want the whole smorgasbord. I just want one. No, no. You, all you have to do is take one bite. You don't have to eat. You don't. Don't quit. feel like very you true. Consume all these. Very true. But very I'm true. offering them. To I'm you. gonna tell you. You, you, you are on to something yeah. because my wife loves that. Yeah. She loves to pick everything. There you go. You, you know don't what? have to eat it all. That's not about. It's not about you surviving, should, Greg really Jennings. Should, it's about living. You really should. Yeah. You, you should write a. a, a I'm not a trying book. to. Uh, okay. Not you trying really? to one up you here, Shaq. But if. If they could put that into tower form, let's say there's like the <laughs> around the bottom, and then you got like uh, sticks, the that mozzarella be, sticks, you know, and then be, maybe the calamari. I want like you the to take needle. that too. Though. <laughs> don't we don't need credit because you are an actor. Yes, sir. You're a thespian. You played both comedy, yes, drama, uh, thrillers. You've been in them all. Would you mind doing a little bit of acting for us? What, what we got? We want to remind our uh, our viewers. If you don't recall, uh, there was a famous speech that happened here in Arizona after a Monday night game between the Bears of Chicago and Cardinals of Arizona. Uh, one Dennis Green, a former coach Absolutely. in Minnesota, as a matter of fact. Uh, yeah, there, here we go. What, what, what we thought they were. 
We played them in preseason. We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Thanks, Coach. You don't have to do the whole speech. You just, if you want to do your, the essence of it, a little improv. There we go. You, know? you can follow the cue cards if you want, or you can do. Ah, forget the cue cards. All right, yes. forget the cue cards. Here we go. Yes. The cue cards. The Bears are who we thought they were. I mean, we, we simply we let them off the hook. We let them. We let them off the hook. The Bears are who they we yeah. thought they were. <laughs> they already let them off the hook. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. They're no different than any other team that we play every week. They're who they thought they were. Thanks, Coach. And we let him off the hook. <laughs> I'm done. Just you guys spinning. aren't as smart as I thought you were. <laughs> I'm going to spin the wheel of stupid questions here. Oh, Try to get back in the good graces. Hey, listen, I already got the $25 card. I'm not sweating it. Good luck, Coach Brian. Green, I love place. you, man. I love you, man. Clearly. Number 44. Explain salami. Salami. Salami is a nice lunch meat. Okay. Uh, that I would fry when I was a kid. You would fry it? I had to fry it. I couldn't Not eat bologna, but salami. I, I couldn't eat salami or either bologna or bologna right. without frying it. Put it mayonnaise just, on it then? I'm not a mayonnaise guy. Mayonnaise on the worst. What kind of person that would do like that? That was like a famous thing, sandwiches with the mayonnaise. Yeah, no, oh, I, like, I like my bread. I love my bread dry. Well, with exception of butter, but. Oh, and a little bit of grease from the salami. And then I just mustard. I mean. Salami. salami and eggs is a delicious treat. I've never tried that. I'll I, do I don't know when the last time I had salami. When's uh, the last time you had salami? Well, I love the TGI Friday salami and mozzarella sticks. Oh! <laughs> and that's what I'm going to be getting with this dollars We'll get some salami and like, I literally, I, I tee him up and he go. knocks it right off. Uh-oh. Well, what do you know? It disappeared. Here you go. You, <laughs> sly so-and-so. You're no good, Matt Money. Greg Jennings, TGI Fridays. Happy Every hour. Thank you, Greg. I appreciate it, guys. Super Bowl 35, right? <laughs> and the man uh, that you just witnessed perform all those wonderful football achievements is sitting right between us here on NFL Live, Super Bowl Live, I should say, inside the downtown Phoenix Convention Center with Dave Damashek. Uh, Matt Money Smith here. It is Arian Foster, the four time Pro Bowler, the two time All Pro, the Mission Bay Buccaneer, the Tennessee Volunteer. Yeah, yeah. And the Houston Texan, one of the finest running backs in all the land. How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Doing okay. How, how busy are you? Because you're a guy that everybody wants to interview. You're a great interview. Uh, you're an interesting person. How Thank busy you. are you all week? Uh, I don't call it busy. I just call it, uh, yeah, I guess I am busy, huh? Yeah, very. <laughs> I mean, yeah, man. I mean, it's, uh, the schedule's packed. We wake up pretty early. and we. Do you enjoy it? Yeah, it's fun, man, especially when you're out here with, uh, you know, uh, pushing a company that you believe in and you love so well this isn't jive talk you are legitimately in contention at least i think we have to have a formal event where we figure out who is the nfl's most interesting man and maybe not maybe in the nfl world at least you would be in the running there i, appreciate that. I wonder though because you you, you have so <clears> many <throat> interests outside of football we look at those highlights of you do you like watching yourself <laughs> um i mean it's fun i'm a fan of the game so like i i, I study it and, uh, I mean, yeah, everybody likes to watch themselves and critique themselves. Yeah. How do like you stack it. up? When you watch yourself, do you think to yourself, don't jive either. Don't be modest. This isn't the time for that to say, well, Levy and Bell's true. When you watch yourself, do you think, 
I'm, I'm probably the best one I've, I've looked at on film. I feel like if you line up <clears throat> the top 15, 20 running backs in the NFL, or really all, all 32 of them, they're going to tell you that they're the best in the NFL, and they'll give you reasons why. Um, but, I mean, that's, that's, that's the nature of our business. It's, business is extremely competitive, and uh, I, I, you have to feel like that or else you'll, you'll lose your job. <laughs> You have a, a new head coach, just went through his first year, Bill O'Brien, in Houston. What's uh, been different? What was that experience like for you? I mean, it's always different every time you have a different regime. <clears throat> but for the most part, man, all the guys have been receptive. And we love the energy he brought. And it's, it's, it's extremely fun uh, just getting to a new breath of fresh air. N nothing against the old regime. I love Kubiak and that regime, man. They, they, they gave me my NFL life. And um, I'm extremely appreciative of that. But anytime you get some new blood and new energy in there, it kind of revamps the whole organization. And that's what we're kind of riding off of that energy right now. So we're excited about the future. Well, the headline, clearly, it would seem, from out, out of Houston this season was J.J. Watt's season. Right. I suspect you would give him your MVP vote. Yeah. I, though, have said, <clears throat> I have a theory, the Jenga theory. That Jenga. if you take Jenga yeah, or Jenga? Jenga, you know, the old game, the wooden game where you take out the pieces. Yeah, it's Jenga, but I got you. Yeah, yeah. What do, you I said, said Jenga. You said Jenga. I said Jenga. What do you call it? Jenga. I don't hear. I'm, it's J-E-N-G-A, so I'm going, Je you go Jenga? You, you hear what I'm saying? Jenga. Yeah, he said Jenga. I didn't like it either. Yeah. I won't be attacked here by <laughs> the Jenga. Where are you from? Where are you no. from? Pittsburgh. Uh, okay, see, I see that. Yeah, yeah there it's was. a terrible accent. Yeah, Northeast, yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I have long said that, you know, in the 21st century, injuries are going to happen yeah. to teams. But if you take out the wrong piece, like in Jenga, the whole thing implodes. I'll tell you what, I, I wonder if you're aware of this. When you're not available, the Texans have a real tough time winning games. When you're out on the field, the Texans suddenly become one of the uh, AFC teams with the better winning percentages. How say you on this? Uh, well, I mean, I always feel like if you're, if you're an impact player, it's, you're, you're going to impact plays and you're going to have an impact on the game. Uh, not to be too corny and cliche, but this is the truth, and that's why um, I'm not trying to be vain, but if, anytime you get like a big money guy, a big contract guy, that's why they pay you to make those plays to change the game. So uh, if that's the case in my, in my case, then, you know, so be it. <laughs> we have uh, no current running backs on this list, but we have all the former greats because you are one of the great running backs of this era. We were hoping maybe you could help us out and uh, give us your top eight of all time. If there's anything on here you, know, you let would me, change. Let me preface this with saying I hate rankings okay. because, like, each one of these players added so much to the game and helped it grow so much, man. So I got the utmost respect for all of them. So Then how about your favorites, if I'll, you will? I'll rank it okay. for, for the sake of this show. But, uh, well, we appreciate that. Just, just, just know <laughs> that. Not if your heart's not in I love, it. Patronize I love, I love, I love all these guys, man. I, they all added so much to the game, man. But ED is there definitely my go. favorite one, man. Yeah, the upright. I agree with that, Peter. He does not get one. nearly enough they, love. They, they hate him because of the way he talked to the media, man. They hate him, man. <laughs> Didn't catch the break. Oh, you know what? Damn. I'd like to see go. you in the I know, uh, it's tough, right? Yeah, man. Jesus Christ. Uh, let me, um, <laughs> Jesus, all right, let me, oof. I, I just, I fell in love with Barry early. I man. love that I he struggles with it, that, that you really want to get this right. Let me go here. Okay. Damn, this is hard. I know, you're holding on to Walter Payton, and you're already at number four. <laughs> Damn, man, team, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I got mad love for you, bro. See, this is why I hate ranking. Like, I, I don't – I'll put them all at one if I could. Okay. Well, if you love Eric Dickerson so much, why don't you try out his Jerry Curl for 2015? You know what? That I was, be a I was growing my hair out earlier, man, and um, <clears throat> uh, my wife didn't like it, so I had to cut it. How long did it get? Uh – it was just pretty, I had a little, nice little frock. Yeah? yeah, it was nice, man. So right. I'm going to have to rock like that, man. Uh, why Eric Dickerson? 
Uh, he was the most underrated uh, running back in the history of, you know, Hall of Fame running backs because um, I, I feel like uh, the, like what he did during free agency and things like that and running backs should be paid like quarterbacks kind of give him a bad rap. But his first two seasons in the NFL will never be duplicated. He had 1,800 and then 2,100. Like, it's just not – it wasn't human what he was doing. And uh, we have a very similar running style, so uh, I kind of I kind of – you know, just naturally flock to that. And it's I just, interesting. I just love the way he... Like him, <laughs> I, I, I've said that to Eric Dickerson, as a matter of fact, it's too easy for yeah, certain guys. It yeah. doesn't, I, I mean, I can't really recall you, which you're a rugged runner, no. but I can't recall you diving to get a play. It just seems easy to you. You're right. always gliding in space like that. He, uh, he had Dickerson. one of the, he, he had an interview once when he was saying when he, when he was growing up, he always used to get, you know, coaches telling him that he's not trying hard, so he always used to get punished. And I, I had the same thing. It's because you have that long stride. Mm-hmm. You, you don't look like you're moving, but you're eating up a lot of ground. So it's that effortless running style that it doesn't look like you're giving effort, but you really are. So, man, but, but his, his game, I just loved his game. So It's more of gliding. It's yeah. kind of what it looks like yeah. when you're out there. Jerry Rice, also another <laughs> yeah. guy like yeah, that. Definitely. Always upright. Just never had to dive definitely. to catch a pass his, his whole career. You, uh, we mentioned when we brought you on, perhaps the most interesting man in the NFL. Uh, you're a poet. You appreciate poetry. Absolutely. So we hope you might be able to uh, help us out, play a little game that we huh? like to call uh, Perry or Poet. So um, Perry? Perry or Perry Poet. Or poet. Uh, Katy Perry is performing <clears throat> at uh, halftime, Super Bowl Forty Nine. Alberto <laughs> Rios is the uh, poet laureate of the state of Arizona. Okay. So we are going uh, with some, uh, well, we'll go with a verse, we'll call right. it, or lyric, be it uh, Perry or Poet. You guess. give us uh, your best guess as All to right. whether or not you think it's Katy Perry or Alberto Rios. Here we go. Here's our first one uh, in Perry or Poet. She is a pyramid. How about, do you mind reading it maybe? Give yeah, us your, okay. uh, use your poet voice. She is a pyramid, but with him, she is just a grain of sand. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Poet right there. That is uh, Katy Perry. Really? Wow. She's a poet Pearl. herself in a way. Certainly. Yeah. All right. Maybe uh, one more? You're yeah, let's, one more. Let's, go, let's go. Let's go. Let's go one more. Here we go. We live in secret cities and we travel unmapped roads. That's definitely the poet. Okay, you're right. Absolutely. From the uh, poem, The City is Inside Us uh, from Alberto Rios. Nice one more? Yes, let's do it. All right, here we go. Let's go. One more. I saw a spider. I didn't scream because I can belch the alphabet. I saw a sp- I'm going to go with Poet on that one. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. It is, uh, it is from the song One of the Boys <laughs> okay. by Katie Perry. Maybe, maybe you're going abstract right there. We <laughs> talk about, uh, you know, the, your varied interests and your wife has a clothing line yeah. and, and uh, want to talk about that. But since you are a man of fashion, we were talking about uniforms, and that's one right. of a few things I love talking about more. Right. Real quick, worst in the NFL. Um, <clears throat> I don't like our uniforms. Really? Yeah, I don't like our uniforms, man. Um, what would you change? What do you What do you want from just the whole? Like, it's just kind of like it's like I don't know, man. It's kind of too bland. Like, I, it, I mean, I get it's like the color of the Texas flag. That's yeah. what they're going for. <clears throat> but I feel like I love our logo. I love our helmets. Those, yeah, those the logo awesome. yeah. is nice. logo is awesome. But I feel like we, like we, it's it's like time for modernizing. The, we've had those since 2002. Do you like the red alternates? I mean, it's the same thing, same just different thing. colors, you yeah. know. But I think I think the worst uniforms are actually those uh, those Denver Bronco throwbacks with the brown and the. Oh, oh no! Yeah, I those like are the those. worst. Those I thought those are all right. Those are terrible. What's your favorite? Uh, I, I love the classic Raiders uniform yes. and uh, the black 
jersey, Pittsburgh Steelers uniform. Oh, and also the, the, the 49er red. But wait a minute, uh, uh, we parked our cars in the same red. garage. You were in uh, San Diego for a while. It seems oh, like everybody's you know the favorite thing. Right, oh, the powder I blue about the powder seems blue. to always come what about <laughs> but Speaking of powder blue, why not embrace the roots of pro football in Houston and go with something that looks I, like those I old thought Oilers? My first, my first uh, year in the league, I thought that when we did throwback, uh, you know, the throwback jerseys, we were going to get the Houstons. But yeah. the, that organization uprooted and went to Tennessee, so we have to give them the rights to the, the Oilers uniforms. I would have loved to yeah. rock the That was a good look, good color actually. combination. Um, before we bring your wife up, who has a clothing line, uh, Kovu, I do want to ask you, because you grew up in Albuquerque. You ever been in a hot air balloon? You ever go to those festivals <clears> when they had them out there? No, nah, man, I grew up in the inner city, so we didn't, we didn't make it out there much. But um, I did have a friend who, who worked. Um, his 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 mother and father uh, they used to sell burritos at the uh, at the whatever. So one one year I went with him to go help him make burritos. So okay. yeah, we snuck out and, and saw some, but I've never been in one. Never right? Been in one. Yeah. Would you ever go in one or? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. let's uh, let's bring your wife up. Yeah, she, uh, come on up. Because uh, tell us about well, you know what? We're gonna let her tell yeah, us. Yeah. Come on right here yeah. in the uh, the middle about Thank the uh, the clothing line. Welcome. I would love to. All right. So what do we got going here? Well, I brought a shirt. Okay. You know, um, I'm trying to get some excitement to the fanware market for women. Okay. I'm from Germany, so we had the NFL Europe not for long. Right. So I came here and I found so much enjoyment in the sport. Now, now Dusseldorf, is, that, is it rain I, fire? Uh, Were you a rain fire person? I studied in Cologne. We had the Centurions. Okay, there we go. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm trying to get more knowledge. You know, the women make football a little more accessible. So that's one of them. Cover two explains you the defensive play call. Yeah, I'll hold it. You know, he's my help for that. Right. And, there we go, um, you know, I learned that the Sam is lined up with the strong safety, oh, for example. How about that analysis? Yeah, that, that is nice. Too. So when he tells me, you know, they should play up go. the middle, there's no coverage, I was like, what does that mean? So, you know, he helped me learn a little more, and I want to make that possible for all women. And now, have them feel, you know, good being at the game, going to parties. I now, is there a cover one? Is there a, a green dog? Is, the, like, is, that, is there a whole line of these, uh, these formation we're, we're, shirts? Yeah, she wants to start with basic, so I feel we're like cover two is the most no basic question. coverage. And so yeah. as, 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 she, uh, as her brand expands, we're going to... We're gonna get into a cover six. Wishbone would look. <laughs> Wishbone. Oh yeah. We're, we're gonna have an offensive uh, shirt as well. So it's it's awesome that she wants to implement like football literacy into women's clothing, which is, I think it's amazing. Yes. How involved are you? I, I'm just the uh, I'm just the the rubber wall. So she bounces ideas <laughs> off of me. Right. <laughs> so, and he's uh, honest about him. So definitely, okay. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, but I, I think it's a brilliant idea, and there's definitely a market for it. Uh, not a lot of fashionable wear for women. Like she designed this one too. This yeah. is her shirt you as know, well. I'm AF. Obviously. I'm not following. What is that? It says yeah. AFC. So she's yeah. AF and then C. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I got to represent go. the Texans. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Well, what about that? By the breaking scandal now, this is going to be news all over the NFL. Aaron Foster doesn't love the Texans uniform. Yeah, Do you agree with the husband? Hey, I would like to help out. You know, I love the Battle <laughs> Red Days. We there get we them go. Once a year, so right. make that a part of your next contract. They want. My wife designs the uniforms, or I. Walk. They're definitely gonna uh, give me some flack. You know that. what? I, we're running short on time, but I just gotta grab one, and uh, we'll we'll pose it to both you and the wife if you don't mind. Um, here we go. Stupid it? question number thirty-seven. Oh, under the wheel of stupid questions. Um, can you? Not will you? But can you say something nice about everyone on the set? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Me too. Yeah, you can. Okay. You want me to do it? I'd like to hear. Well, you I mean, I, I guess there wasn't a follow-up mm. question. That's why it's probably a stupid right. question. I think that your shoe and suit combination was, uh, you put a lot of effort into it. Okay. I also, <laughs> I don't know how I nice that is. <laughs> I think that your flower tie 
probably smells very good. <laughs> it doesn't. And you, my love, are beautiful. Uh, That's the only uh, one that was real. Uh, is it website for uh, for the clothes? Yes, cobuclothing.com. Uh, C O V U. Okay, C O V U clothing.com. Congratulations on all the past success, Erin. We always uh, enjoy having you. Good luck on Thank your future you so clothing much. endeavor. Joining us right now is Tori Smith, that Super Bowl 47 champion, an all-ACC performer at the University of Maryland, a track standout, a man that can dunk a basketball. I mean, you <laughs> might be, is it fair to say you might be the best dunker in the league? Oh, there's some athletes in this league. There are. See, uh, Darius Butler. He can, okay. he can get up there too. But we heard you've done you've done the Vince Carter arm in the in the rim. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Wow. Yeah, I can get up there pretty good. I'm almost impressed. I'm not <laughs> happy to be sitting so close after what you did to my Steelers. I want you to admit we just saw the replay there. Mm -hmm. You didn't main, maintain possession all the way to the ground on that Flacco touchdown pass, right? What? I want you to say it, and I demand we replay <laughs> the wild card round and, in fact, the entire postseason. See, that's why you're over here and not out there. <laughs> oh, see that? How often do you break that out? You know, this is my first time wearing it since the week of the ring ceremony. Wow, look at that It's thing. That huge. is gigantic. You ever seen one of these in the last uh, few years? I got, I got a terrible towel over here. <laughs> uh, let's, let's go back to Maryland and how you end up at Maryland. Uh, did you want to go to Virginia? Is that the story? And they were, like, making you jump through hoops uh, or something, You right? know what? Coming up, my favorite team was always Virginia Tech. And, uh, you know, I broke my leg, and, you know, everyone was kind of backed off a little bit, but Maryland stayed on me, and, they offered me first. They had my major. You know, I loved it, but you want to know the UVA story, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's odd. I've never heard anything like so, it. So, I mean, basically, was someone there, not going to say any names. El Gro. <laughs> I broke my leg. They thought that, you know, I wasn't going to be able to run, you know, fast enough. And, uh, you know, that was basically about it, you know. And they ended up trying to come back in after I committed, but. And they were like, you know, they I like tried to make you run a 40 a bunch of times. They didn't yeah, believe it. They didn't and believe it. Yeah, it's funny because now I'm known for being a speed yeah. guy. So yeah, well, everything hey, has for a reason. Explain to me this. You you know, you guys in December mm -hmm. barely get past the Jags. You lose to you lose that to Case Keenum down in in Houston, and the world figures well the Steelers are going to roll over the Ravens when they get to Heinz Field. What is it about you guys? What is it about Flacco? The ability to turn it on in January. I think just, just confidence, you know. We can go out and, you know, lose a game the week before and come out and expect to win. You know, you always expect to win, but, you know, Harbaugh knows how to get it done, and we have a bunch of veteran leaders who've been there, and they is, know what it's like to win. But is there something, too, specifically with the Patriots? Obviously, it came up a little bit short, but you really had them on the ropes there. Mm -hmm. What Do you guys discuss that in the run-up to the trip to Foxborough, that, man, uh, we seem like we have this team's number. We play yeah. them as well as anybody. I, I think you view each year, you know, differently. You know, it's not that, you know, we feel like, oh, like, you know, we don't feel confident. We're confident playing anywhere, you mm -hmm. know, whether it's up in Pittsburgh or on the road up there. And they're, they're great teams, but, you know, you expect to win. And, you know, I just think we've been able to play well because, you know, we go out there and we've just been able to execute. It's that simple. I don't think it's, you know, we have their number or anything like that. But, you know, we just feel confident playing everyone. I don't think everyone always does that, you know, playing against those teams. A lot of, uh, a lot of folks uh, point to the playoff game between you and the Patriots as it pertains to deflated footballs. Okay, fine, <laughs> they routed the Colts, so be it. But what if the same gamesmanship was, uh, was going on? Do you care? We had two 14-point leads. Like, that has nothing to do with the, the air in the football. So, I mean, it is what it is. I think it's more so an ethics thing. You know, people are questioning, you know, like, why? You know, why are they trying to take shortcuts? And I don't even know if they have any proof about it, but I feel like it is what it is. Like, it didn't, 
I don't think it really affected the game that much because it clearly wasn't that close. And, you know, we blew two 14-point leads. So. When you uh, sat down, you and Sheck were uh, going back and forth about some, some singing <laughs> issue, I believe, that, uh, that you had. Well, you know, <coughs> it was the holiday season, okay. and in an effort to try and show, you know, esprit de corps, I thought, to, you know, the spirit of the season, <laughs> I thought a Raven and a, uh, a Steeler fan should maybe have a Christmas time duet. It didn't go so well. <laughs> Let's show some holiday spirit and do a duet of a Christmas carol. Rudolph, Rudolph the Red-Nosed red reindeer, reindeer had a very shy... Rudolph the Red-Nosed reindeer, reindeer had a That's not the tempo of the song. That is so the tempo of the song. That's absolutely not it. I don't. We got. We got. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. All right, choosing. One, there two. you go. That's it. Okay, That's ready? It. Here we go. One, two, go. three. Rudolph the Red-Nosed red Reindeer, reindeer. Right, had a very me. shiny nose. <laughs> All right. That's You're it. You're killing me. That was an outrage. I'm sad. I, I, my, my outrage has been refreshed now. Your tempo you, was a bit off. No, it wasn't. Thank not. you. Your tempo Thank was a bit you. off. But Thank we now you. have you both. Maybe there was a delay in that bird in the sky. You know, it's via satellite. Be. Maybe with the two of you here. Well, Valentine's we, Day is coming. It maybe is. Maybe we could do a nice uh, romantic du uh, duet. Maybe uh, maybe some, I don't know, some Jodeci or something. You want to, uh, some, How some about, Teddy uh, Riley, some. Uh, just the two of us. We, we can, can make it if we try, just the two of us, Tori and I. Hey, that worked out all right. All right, here we go. How about uh, how about some wheel action? Good? And I do think you caught that ball. <laughs> as much as it pains me to say, I know. This, you is, the, uh, this is the wheel of stupid questions. All right, cool. All right, here we go. Since you uh, berated me yesterday, Shaq, for not taking the appropriate uh, placard no, today, no. we'll go to the top, and we will get the appropriate placard. This is question number 25. All right. Ready? Let's go. Why do girls love Instagram? So you show how good they look. Simple question, simple answer. Here we go, one more. That was too easy. Get that thing spinning. And... Stop it there. <laughs> question number 39. Oh, here's a good one. Okay. Who would win in a fight between a Seahawk and a Patriot? Interesting question. Players? No, or no, real, no. Or a real, a real, the mascot. Even though the Seahawk right. is a fictional well, yeah. bird, let's no. just assume let's say it's. If it was a super bird, okay. Definitely the Patriots. They have so, weapons, eh? See, that's a great point. <laughs> they got weapons. But they that musket, I imagine, is pretty inaccurate. Yeah, yeah, that, that one shot. Yeah, well, but if you miss, if you boom, miss while you're redoing that whole thing, that's when the shot. hawk comes in, takes your trouble. eyeball. Now you're down an eye. Who do you pick? I think I'm with you ultimately with the Patriot, but I think you got to beware. You know, cover up those eyeballs if you if you are. The, uh... I just always, you know, point out how often do we hear about birds, uh, you know, de-eyeing hunters, and how often do we hear about hunters shooting birds? It seems like the odds favor the hunter dramatically. Yeah, I suppose so. Hey, Tori, real quick, you know, I mean, listen, I, I as I said to you, it confuses me that as a Steeler fan that so many of the Ravens are nice fellas. But can you do me a favor? Take this one back to, to, to Baltimore. I don't like when you wear the all-black pants that are kind of shiny and then the black socks underneath. It looks like you're wearing jazzercise pants. What you do know? you mean by, like, shiny? 
Well, you know what I mean. You look when you wear, when you wear that thing. It looks. You know, like, some people like wear, wear some people wear like compressions that kind of make it look shiny. Uh, well, uh, it looks like. Well, I, I don't mind telling you, they look like ballet pants. I know you some. guys also have the Hamburglar outfit. Oh, that, those are good. And no, you're, not, you're not going to say that those aren't great. I think the colors are alright, but I don't. I don't the jailbreaks. Those look nice. I don't know. What about uh, your shoes that you're wearing right now? I kind of like those. What are those? Uh, these. The new, the newest Under Armour shoe. Oh yeah, Speed Form Gemini. It's pretty cool. I would assume uh, we can go race. Uh, look, we know you. Uh, we know you wear <laughs> you wear Under Armour because you like Under Armour because it's yes. great stuff. Mm -hmm. However, you have to. I mean, you went to the University of Maryland. Mm -hmm. You live in Baltimore. I would assume it's just it, it's everywhere, right? Yeah, Under Armour is everywhere. It's Under Armour town, and right. then uh, even beyond, you know, this shoe, the newest shoe they have, like they do a lot in the community as well. So you know, I'm proud to be associated with them. I would, uh, I would like to get into your son being named a Gerber baby, but man, you're good looking. You got a Super Bowl ring. You got the Under Armour guy. It's just, it's so much. It's he's got so much. All, he's got and everything his son you is can now want, a except Mary for a beautiful baby. singing voice. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us right now, the multi-time Pro Bowler, All Pro Super Bowl champion, as you like to say, Dave Damashek, and of course the Hall of Famer. It is the great Warren Sapp joining us on set. What's up, Warren? Pleasure to be with you, fellas. What's going on? Sapp, look at that watch. That thing's gigantic. Sapp, that's handsome. I like it. That's the ectoskeleton. Look at that Very bracelet. Handsome. It's beautiful. Well, that's the 30-year anniversary of Jordan. So, you know, you got to oh, put, okay. put the sponsors together, Devin, Jordan, and my Super Bowl championship bracelet that I wear. He is, uh, he is down. You know, I always like to talk about the colleges and oh, yeah. uh, your time at the U because we have one of the best who have ever played at the U in this Super Bowl, Vince Wilfork, somebody obviously I'm guessing you know very well. What is it about that school that produces freaking NFL players like they are coming <laughs> off a conveyor belt? Well, I, I think someone that was comparing Texas and Florida football said it best. They said athletes in Florida have never had facilities. Because I ran in the orange groves, the pits, you know how they do in the muck, chasing the rabbits and everything. We've never had facilities. So when we go somewhere that has a bench press and a structured program, we take off. You know, our, our ceiling is so high because we've never been around programs or facilities or equipment like that. So when we finally get to it, oh, my God, you never want to leave either. So you just sit over there and work out all day long and... Hey, we got some pretty good players. Do you think you were on a team at the U that if you took the entire roster from the U and just put them in the NFL for the next 12 years and let them stay together, could that team make some hay? Did you have enough players there that they could actually hang in the in the pros? We had some pretty good ones around there because you got to look at the the Bermuda Triangle with Jesse Armstead, um, Mike Barrow, and Darren Smith. I mean, each one of those guys yep. played, what, 10, 11, 12? I mean, all of them, all those linebackers did. If you take me and Cortez in the middle, did we can get something done. But I didn't play with Cortez. You got to take the Hall of Famer with you whenever you do I that. See. But it's just a variety. On defense, yes. Offense, I don't know. You know, we're, we're, a, little, we're a little shaky at times yeah, at with the, the running defense, backs. Yeah, yeah. If at they, least defense. If they had to, let's say, uh, let's say Sebastian the Ibis is going away, and they got to pick a player to represent the University of Miami. Just one guy. They, it's, it's a nasty selection process. Michael Irvin. One, the playmaker? Down. Not even close. He started it. Yeah. I remember because I was in 36U, and the phone rang my, my, my freshman year. I pick it up. Yeah, who is this? I said, who is this? <laughs> this is the playmaker. I said, well, what's up, playmaker? This is Warren Sapp. And he don't know who Warren Sapp is. I'm a tight end from Plymouth, Florida, Popka High School. He has no idea. Who? Warren? I said, don't worry about it, playboy. We got this thing on lock and hung up the phone. <laughs> he called back and say, look like we in good shape down there. Somebody, somebody named Sapp said he got it. <laughs> Mike's the best. I mean, we and him say the same room. The phone numbers were always the same. So you'd always call back and just run into the guys and, 
that was my call I, my freshman I've told year. him, you know, but he doesn't get enough credit for doing the, the stuff on the field. He's the first player I ever saw in at about the 50, carrying the football and going like this on his way to the end zone. <laughs> you got a ways to go there, uh, 47, before you get there. But he, nobody was oh, going to no. catch you. No, no. Hey, um, Sap, let's jump into the pros. Of course, you wear that Super Bowl ring. and uh, well, well, you don't have it on currently, but figuratively yeah, yeah, yeah. you wear one. Um, what about, uh, you know, everybody's talking, or Michael Bennett at least, said uh, a couple weeks ago that he thinks this Seahawks defense is the best of all time. I can forgive the hyperbole he's caught up in the moment here, but where do you come down on this This Seahawks defense? You know, you have those 70 steals. I got this for you. I know Go exactly ahead. where you're You're a great Bucks team. No, 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 because you're a Pittsburgh man, and nothing compares to that steel curtain. When you're talking about Donnie Shell, Mel Blunt, and all that, Jack Ham, Lambert, Joe Green, Nothing compares to that. And then you got to come up to the 80s because the game has evolved. And you can't compare the 2014 Seahawks with the 75, 77 Steelers. There's no comparison. It's not. And you can't compare my defense to the 2000 2000 Ravens. They perfected it and took it to a championship. We had a whole different philosophy of play. But I tell you one thing they do join all of us in, they're champions. You're champions, and when you're a champion, you can say what you want because in this country, to the victor, go to spoil. So, <laughs> hey, man, if you got a championship ring, you back-to-back Super Bowls, say whatever you want about your team, Mike. That's cool because that's not going to tarnish anything we did. But I know from 1996 until I won a championship in 2002, a span of, what's that, 112 games or something like that? Something Sounds like about that. right. Yeah. 16.02 points a game. So if he can put up that in that span, then come talk to me. <laughs> what uh, What was your – you were in San Diego for your Super Bowl week. Uh, I don't know if they put you up in a gas lamp or downtown or where they had you. But what okay, was your... you have to remember, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was the last football team to go straight from a championship game to a Super Bowl. We had no bye week. So in the eight right. days that they've been waiting to get here, right. I was already back with the trophy party right. in the Tampa. That's right. Well, no, you went, you went on Kimmel's show, didn't you? Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. right. That, was, right. that was within the hours of the game. I left the game and exactly. went to Kimmel with Coldplay, Snoop, yep. and Don Michelbeck. We had a good time that night. I had a double-double animal style. <laughs> I was there that, that night. That was my was dinner. There. That was my dinner that yeah. night after winning the Super Bowl. It was two double-doubles. What did you do that week? Did you, uh, did you get loose at all in San Diego? Do you guys stay in your room? Like, do they give you two days at the beginning of the week? How does it all work? <laughs> <laughs> Gruden and the, and, the, and the coaching staff stayed back because we had just landed from Philadelphia. I was still hungover from the championship game as we took off. <laughs> as we took off to the Super Bowl. And then once we got here, it turned into this. It, it turned into a deal of, all right, Warren, you make sure Monday night, y'all, you make sure the whole team is standing there 9 o'clock Tuesday for media day. You know, I got to. Eight stitches in my eye, shades on. I said, tell y'all what, y'all mess up my curfew, and y'all had a worst week of your life. So everybody was standing right there at 9 o'clock ready to go, so we went on. And from that point, it was just a whirlwind. I mean, everything went so fast. We was waiting on the kickoff, and that was the hardest part. For a Florida boy to wake up with an East Coast time, and I'm waiting on the Pacific, oh, that drove me crazy. Wait forever. They got one less hour. I like that. Yeah. I like that. One less yeah, hour. Great defensive showings in Super Bowl history. That's for sure. What's that? Five sacks, five interceptions, three touchdowns? Three, I mean, yeah. Three yeah, interceptions. I'm going to guess he's returns. got it right Something on point. Like Something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, it was. Three picks returned for touchdowns. That's yeah, right we had 21 points. Yeah. yeah. What is the best, uh, what's the best uh, Super Bowl city then? Most fun. You know what? All of them have their unique little something to it. Like Atlanta. If it weren't for the ice storm, Atlanta's always a good play. Miami. Come on, you can't go wrong with Miami except the rain in that time of year. I love Houston. Arizona's not bad either. I like the way they got, you know, it's a little spread out. You haven't mentioned hey. New Orleans yet. 
Come on, man. <laughs> more, more of a dead part of town. Yeah. So what you're saying is, Zach, you can have fun in any of those cities. I've I'm never, surprised to hear I've that. I've never went to one NFL week and had a bad week. You? No. Even uh, in well, Indianapolis. Indianapolis scared me. Yeah, that one, that was it was one it was of the, It was yeah. one of the best weeks we've had. And yeah, that one Detroit there was a little. I ain't been in Detroit. And yeah, I didn't go to Detroit Jacksonville. Was, uh, I, I refused to go to A couple years will make snow angels in the Twin Cities. Yeah, that's right. They got one going to Houston, right? I do. Before we get to, uh, we, we want to get you on football, baby. Here, we're going to do a little football, baby. Oh. Uh, but before, my before we get to football, baby, I do want to acknowledge that uh, I believe the the coach you uh, relate to the most is back in the game. Good to see Coach O coaching that D line at LSU. LSU, I you're going to be showing up in uh, Death Valley at all, hanging out with those dudes. Don't say that because I haven't been on the sideline of the University of Miami game in quite a while. <laughs> but I'm definitely going to see Coach O. Yeah. Coach O is the guy that set me on a path as a defensive tackle and told me, country boy, you can be anything you want. You just got to work at it. <laughs> so I just uh, that's my guy. I, I, I got to go see him. I've never been to Death Valley. They say it's one of the unique places to it watch is. a football game. It is one of the best venues. That in Oxford, Mississippi They talk also. about the 89 game when Miami went there and they were shaking the bus. Yep. I mean, <laughs> these exactly. boys talk about this like they were shaking this bus. So I want to go see this. All right. Football baby. Dave Damashek's football baby. Well, Sap has been, uh, you know, no one's been more supportive of the baby. In fact, I might just give him football baby. It's, uh, no, oh. you can't. I got six of my own and another one would kill <laughs> That's enough. But That's you, enough. you can help me out a little bit. Oh, yeah, I did. Okay, yeah, you babysit. Yeah, 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 we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll split. Uh, What's his record? His record is 37-12. and 12. Now, for those uh, who are no, not. No, no, no. Let me help you out, America. Right, I picked out of 256 games, I missed 100 of them. Football, that's why I, that's why I was like, football, baby, take over for fat boy. I, I missed this season. I, something's wrong with the picking mechanism. Well, he's, he is magic. You can't really argue with it. It's uh, my little five-month-old who we sit on the couch. We put him between two helmets. He tips over. You would think it would be about a 50-50 thing. You think no. he'd be cheating for the Steelers, 37 and 12 is what he went. That ain't jive, Well, how Sap. about this? Uh, how about for this particular installment of Football Baby? Uh-oh. We'll get your answer first, Warren, and then we're going to have Football oh, no, Baby no, no, decide. No, no, no. You're, not, you're not getting mine no, no. because it's game day morning. No, no, no. From this 7 is just, this is not a pick. This uh, is uh, not uh, a game pick. I just told you. How about, how about better fans? Better fans. Ooh. This is a warm-up. And he's it's not a football baby this Whoa. week. He's Better football fans. cactus. He's football cactus? Okay. New England or? Better fans, Seattle or New England? Ooh. You know what? I'm going to go with Seattle because I watched their soccer team. And when you walk through the city like that, and then you saw that path in yeah, which they came. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but New England, some, Foxborough is some real, you know, But you're fanatic, going to Seattle. But I'm going to Seattle. All right, let's go to football baby. What football Seattle baby? or Boston? Oh, football, football baby. Football baby. Come on, baby. Come on. Who Come with me. Football games. <laughs> a football cactus. Oh, look oh. at him. Oh, <laughs> I like I like the outfit, Damashak. <laughs> lean, baby. Oh, oh, lean. I think he's leaning with you. Lean, he's thinking baby. about lean. it. <laughs> lean, big guy. It's a really a tough issue for him. Yeah, he liked the fans. I know. Oh, get oh now he's shifting. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, football, baby. <laughs> Oh, the crap no. out of here. <laughs> Get the baby up. All right. I, I, as a reminder, we're all at work right now. Why yeah. baby tip hey, over? Don't worry about this, man. The baby is good. How about uh, one more? In a heartbeat. Come on. What you got? Will you do MVP with us? Oh, yeah. All right. MVP. Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch. All right. And joining us right now is the Pro Bowler, the man who threw 27 touchdowns to, yeah, that just it seems like a misprint there, two interceptions in 2013. Bear down. Uh, it bear is Nick Foles here on set with us. It's home state when it comes to uh, where you played your college ball. Do you get a chance to go to Tucson at all? 
Uh, I haven't had a chance to go down there yet, but hopefully soon. All right. And uh, as far as the Super Bowl goes, when did you get into town? What have you been busy doing? Uh, got in last night and just really just been going around Radio Rogue and to speak to a lot of different people, and it's been an active morning. I have a hunch that if you've already visited with some other shows, they may have broached this subject with you. We'll have some fun in a minute, but real quick, what do you make of all the, you know, last week there's a rumor that the Rams are looking at you. There's another rumor that maybe Marcus Mariota is drawing some interest from the Eagles. Where, where do you, how's that hit you at this oh, point? I mean, I think the most important thing is it's a rumor. Uh, it's something that's not been proven to be true. And I, the only thing, the way I look at it is it's something I can't control. You know, what I can control right now is preparing, getting ready for next season, be back with the Eagles, be their starting quarterback, be the guy to lead their guys on the field. Uh, Marcus Mariota is a tremendous quarterback. I expect him to have a tremendous NFL career. Um, but when it comes down to all the rumors and everything, I, I don't really pay much attention because I'm just worried about being the best player I can be for the Philadelphia Eagles. What is it like in that Philadelphia Eagles quarterback room with all you Pac-12 dudes just hanging out? Hmm. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of fun, a lot of different stories. Uh, it's crazy that we all were in the Pac-12 uh, conference. Uh, I don't even know if Mark was in the Pac-12. He might have been Pac-10. Pac yeah. yeah. So uh, it, it's fun. It's crazy that all of us would be on the same team. It just shows you the talent that's in the Pac-12. There's a lot of talented quarterbacks, and every single year it just seems like another one pops up. Do you feel that, that, did you sense when you were out on the field this past season that NFL defenses, after having gotten a season of exposure to what Chip Kelly likes to do, did they? Did, did you feel like as he, uh, sort of a victim of his own success, you're a victim of your team's success, that a lot of other teams were starting to try to do what you guys are doing and now they're accustomed to uh, dealing with that defensively? Uh, not so much. I think that when it came down to it, we just, me personally, I wasn't executing as well as I wanted to. And we were just really trying to get things going. We were, you know, sputtering at times, but we were winning games. And when in the NFL, there's a lot of great players. There's a lot of great defensive coaches and defensive players. So they will learn to adapt. But at the end of the day, we're the ones with the play call on. So it's our job to execute. But when it comes to uh, different teams emulating the offense, I'm sure teams will add different things to their packages. But uh, we're the ones running our offense. You have a uh, giant, uh, well, blue rubber encased piece of technology in your hands. I don't want it to be any more awkward. You've held it the entire time you've been sitting here. What, what are you doing with Surface, and uh, how much has this helped you as a quarterback in the NFL? Uh, the Microsoft Surface has been really tremendous just because it's something that when you come over to the sidelines, it's all right here. It's right now, right here, and you have every single series for, throughout the course of a game on it. So. I can go back at any given time and look at notes that we made sitting on the bench. Like if I click here in Series 7, you can write notes with this pen right here. If I do that, you can write whatever you oh, want. Yeah. So later in the game, you can go back to it and look at it, and it can help you later. Whereas with a piece of paper, you're going to throw it away after the series, and you're going to go play. So it's something where you're going to have the whole game right here if you need it, and it's going to be right now. And if it's a weather, if it's a weather game, which we, we're all going to play in weather games, the paper is not going to get destroyed. You're going to be able to see everything clearly because the pictures are in color, whereas paper, it's black and white. Uh, when it comes to weather, we've had every quarterback weigh in on how they like the football. How, how do you like your football? Does it make a big difference? Is a pound per square inch a big deal to, to what a football feels like to you? Uh, to me, I have big hands, so it's fine with me. What, with me, with feeling of the football, I like a football that's sort of broken in, that's been used for a long time. I don't like something that's right out of the plastic, right out of the case. So I want that leather to be a little softer. and it's. The way I compare it is it's like you have a football, you play in the backyard for a long time, and it sort of gets worn in. That's how I like the football, because that's what I've always been used to playing as a worn-in football. So when it comes to air pressure, I've never 
really pay too much attention just because my hands can grip almost anything. So it doesn't matter? To me, it doesn't matter. It's just right. the feel with the leather. It's, it seems like the, the solutions we're hearing, one, just let the quarterbacks have whatever kind of football they want. There's advantages and disadvantages to overinflated, to underinflated, or two, everybody's got to play with the same ball. The NFL issues them. You don't get to pick the old rubbed-down leather. They don't get to pick the brand-new tacky leather. Is there a right way to try to figure out how to sort this thing? Uh, I mean, if you really want to sort it out and make it diligent, you just really got to keep monitoring it hard. I think that if you make one football the same, that's a little different because guys do like the football. It's different. They like the feel. Some guys like the football right out of the case where the leather's, you know, a little bit harder. I like it where it's a little bit softer because that's what I grew up throwing. If you put something in our hands that we've thrown our whole life and make it a little different because it's brand new or something, none of us have really thrown a brand new football. We like them worn in. Right. so. That makes it a little different. Let's get back to this technology, okay. though. And I, I don't want any jive. Be honest with me now. Have you ever, during a game, looked at I, other stuff? I, I have during a game. Is that right? It, I use it during the game. I have my own personal Surface 3 that I use every single day for everything I do. I don't Like, it's my laptop and it's my tablet. So, for traveling, like on a plane, I'll download my movies. I'll have all my notes on OneNote. I have all my notes from that week. So, I'll sit in my meeting. I have my pen. Now I have my folders if we're playing the New York Giants. I'm going to have a New York Giants folder. Then off that folder, I'm going to say red zone cutups, you know, install one, install two, and I'm going to have everything there to where I need to go back. I have it all the time. And then if I want to watch my movies on the plane, I can do that. So, all right, but, what not on the, but what about during a game? You uh, it's a blowout. The Eagles are oh, 35 listen, points. No, during the game, I told you I do use it. Cause no, I mean, no, no, do you watch a movie, movie during oh, the game? You're yeah. blowing a team out. I, I've, try, I've tried to, like, mess with it because I know all the ins and outs of it, but they have it locked down to where all we can do is do that. So They won't let you watch it. You can't watch them. You can't, and you can multitask by swiping down. You get two screens, but you can't get a movie in the place. I've tried. It, it doesn't happen. Could you tune in? I wonder if you could bring up a broadcast and hear what they're saying about you. I don't think I'd want to do that. (laughs) What movies do you have on there? Uh, What movies right now? I mean, I I just watched The Equalizer. uh, Just watched like 100, was it 100-Foot Journey, Chef. I like, you know, restaurant movies. Oh, Chef's good. Chef's a great movie. Can you imagine this one? Talk about a movie. It's funny that Jermaine Curse went to a movie the day of the Super Bowl. Last year. Last year, and is planning on doing that again. I don't Sunday, think he's going to be able it? to because it's in because it was in New York last year, so it was a much later kick. Oh yeah, so you'd have to do be like there. A 10 o'clock Can matinee. you imagine going to a movie the day of the Super Bowl? That'd be crazy. Yeah, <laughs> unimaginable. Um, you played at Westlake yep. in uh, Texas. We all know Friday Night Lights and uh, how big high school football is in Texas. Are you familiar with Varsity Blues? A little bit. A little, a little bit. Not a whole lot. You ever see it? James Vanderbeek, his uh, dad. You just hear stories. You hear guys talk about it. No, not Do really. You know? I, I was more just when I was growing up as Friday Night Lights. Okay. So that was my hmm. varsity blues. Really? Like the TV so, show? Yeah, the TV okay. show. So, And I, I didn't watch a whole lot. I watched it more in college when my roommates wanted to watch it. Because when I was in high school, I was living it. So I didn't right. want to watch it. Yeah, probably not a good first episode when it comes to Friday Night Lights yeah, if not, you're a quarterback. Yeah, not when you're a quarterback. Do you remember the signature line from Varsity Blues from Vanderbeek, the whole uh, – I don't want your life. You ever hear that one? No. All right. Well, it's so, fine. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, ah, yeah. I, ruined, I ruined your moment. We did. We Are had we? this great plan where we were going to act it out together, and you're a high school I, I, football legend. That's okay. I'm just too young. That, that's exactly. See, I'm an old man. <laughs> I'm you, a damn old man. Where do you come down on my cousin Vinny? Apparently, Coach Belichick is a big fan of it. He quoted uh, Marissa Tomei. Uh, in a press conference the other day, are you are you a my cousin Vinny guy? No, I'm not a my cousin Vinny. <laughs> okay. y'all, y'all, y'all keep shooting. Maybe I know, you know what? Here we go. We're more just, of a we're duo. Oh, we're That's done shooting. We're, yeah. we're going to the wheel of stupid questions here. All right, there we you've go. Now, you've now subjected yourself to the wheel of stupid questions. All right. How long does the wheel go for? Please? Unfortunately, we need to stiffen that thing up a little bit. So here we go. Wheel of stupid questions. Question number one. Oh, here we go. Perfect. 
Question number 20, what's your least favorite movie of all time? Least favorite movie of all time. Oh man, I'm not really a big fan of like Borat. I just, oh yeah, yeah didn't, I, didn't do it for you? Didn't do it for me. All right, here we go. Who would you want to play you in a movie when they make the Nick Foles story in 20 years? I think you'd have to do John Heater because everybody compares Napoleon Dynamite. Well, you so know what? You have to do that. It's funny you bring that up uh, because I believe while we get the uh, next Wheel of Stupid Questions question, uh, here we go. Number 22, will you sing us a song? I won't. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, that was put in question form. So uh, here we go. I'll sing you a song. Okay, there we go. The Come on up here. Ever I saw. Why are we here? Good. We <laughs> saved in the nick of Would time. you, uh, let's see, you want to do the glasses? Oh, you've got a wig and you everything. You want to do the wig or maybe glasses? just the glasses? Could you do it for us? I could do the glasses. All right, here we go. They just did my hair, so I got to keep yeah. it. Yeah, hair looks good. <laughs> can we take the price tag? Yeah, you can take it off. Absolutely. <laughs> and we got the. Uh, we got the lights. Uh, we got the lines right here. So we're going to be looking, I believe, at this camera over here with the. Uh... <laughs> right here. All right. Yep. Here we go. <clears throat> All right. What kind of bike do you have? You say sledgehammer. Dang! You got shocks, pegs, lucky. You ever take it off any sweet jumps? <laughs> Come on, sore fine. Oh, what are you drawing? A liger. What's a liger? It's pretty much my favorite animal. It's like a lion and a tiger mix, red for its skills and magic. <laughs> we still have more? Oh, here we go. Do the chickens have large talons? Dude, yeah. I think. There we go. Hey, that was good. That's good. I, I couldn't tell the difference. So you yeah. embrace it. You I, hear it. How often do you hear it? You hear it a lot. Yeah. You got to embrace it. I mean, absolutely. You got to. Why not? <laughs> you going to keep the glasses? I might keep the glasses. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> I think you do the glass. I think you got to do the glasses. There you go. <laughs> there it is. The, uh, the rest of the day. Last thing for you. Um, so, your father, big time restaurateur, franchise, what was it, Eddie V's, I think they yeah, were called? Eddie V's Wildfish. How well do you know your way around a restaurant? Did you bust? Did you serve? What? Did you cook? Uh, I, I didn't really do any of that. My, my parents were, you know, I was fortunate to where they just let me go out and they let me go. I was always playing AAU basketball or playing travel sports or whatever it may be. So they allowed me to, you know, go out there and just always be at the field. I was a gym rat, so I was always in the gym. So. I can't do it with the glasses. It's perfect. I might, I, might, I might have to do all these for I'm interviews. You, yeah, interview. I think you have to. It, it, is, it, you, it makes interviews easier not less, and less serious, so it's good. Uh, congratulations on all your past success. We Thank wish you, you the best uh, in the future, wherever it may be. Uh, well, oh, you know what? I said last question. One more question. I remember I do college football, call games, and I remember Chip Kelly saying when he was at Oregon, let me tell you something. This Nick Foles is the best damn quarterback in this Pac-10, Pac Pac-12 conference, I guess, is uh, what he said. What was your relationship like with Chip before you got to the Eagles? Did you guys talk before games at all? Uh, I mean, we, you say hi before games, yeah. and after games, I, he was always, you know, came over to me, and we spoke a little bit, and then... I did the uh, Pac-10, Pac-12 media day, I believe, twice, so I was able to see him there. But from that on, that's all we really knew each other. So it was just more of a, from a competitor-coach relationship. Hall of Famer Michael Irvin also believes he's got to stay. By the way, you almost knocked Mark Ingram on the ground. I mean, you, you had more power in your jump than Mark Ingram I was had. scared to do that because the guys kept saying, come on, Michael, you got to get new because I was trying to high five they're like that's old school you got to get new jump up and down I was like hey I am old school I jump up and I may not come down the right way and then may have to get carried off the field so you know it was such it's so fun man it was fun great getting to know those guys and being around their families and then actually going and playing a game with them and coaching them through it well, you know, you, you talk about fun, and uh, there are some stories that the Cowboys of the early 90s had their share of fun. What happened? So it's Thursday. 
before the Super Bowl. What are you doing on Thursday before the Super Bowl back in the early 90s? Well, right now you're locked in. You're locked in right now. You know, and I, I always tell people, you know, you cannot come to the Super Bowl and try to pretend that this is just a business trip. Oh, it's just a business trip. We're going to go. We're going to stick to our business. <laughs> Sounds good, but it's not reality. So Jimmy came in. He, let, he would come in on a Sunday and give us Sunday and Monday. He said, go out and enjoy all the things that are around the Super Bowl Sunday and Monday. But when you got here after that Tuesday press uh, media day, you locked in. And right now, it's all about football. Thursday is all about football. As a matter of fact, the way I'm going to find out who's really going to win this game, I, I'll call everybody Saturday. And if the guy says, man, I'm thinking just about football, Mike, man, we've been having great practices, then I give him a plus. When the guy says, well, the city is off the chain, I give him a minus. And then I count up the pluses <laughs> and minuses because they'll tell you what they're focusing on. We had uh, Rodney Harrison on yesterday, and no surprise, oh, he took one path when it came to ranking the Patriots. But as a man who was part of a dynasty, the word dynasty thrown around with the Patriots, understandably so, we were hoping you might be able to help us rank oh, these Patriots. Cool right here, man. <laughs> so I don't know if you want the father of our country, the uh, Emancipation Proclamation, the man that started the revolution, uh, Sam Adams. So Benjamin if I was Franklin. ranking all of these Patriots? One through eight. These are your Patriots well, to choose from. I really from. like his order, to tell you the truth now. Now, I may... Uh, I, I know the father of our country okay. really isn't George Washington. It's really, I'm going to just call Ben Franklin. <laughs> that $100 bill is the money. It's oh, so he's going to go three. You're going to yeah, keep yeah, Belichick at one. Three. Oh, I'm leaving Belichick. Oh, you are? I'm going to leave Belichick. <laughs> <laughs> Not Sam Adams, the man that started the revolution, no, no, the Boston no, 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 Tea Party? It's the baddest man in the world right okay. there. Okay, all right. I, I, I'm inclined. I, I've said, and I'll say again, I may even move wrong, actually. Okay. No, because Gronk is... I'm Who's sorry, Mel Gibson man. down? Why is Mel Gibson man, not anything but eight? Man. The father of our country, Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> That's the baddest man, too. Now, I love that fella right there. He's always right where he needs to be. But George can go right there. That's okay. Cool. And I'll, I'll leave that like there now. Seems like know. there's a, a great That's divide. a perfect Adam. Okay. It's a perfect line over here. But this man right here, I'm thinking soon and very soon, this thing will no longer be called the Vince Lombardi Trophy. But if he continues, we're going to call this thing the Bill Belichick Whoa. Trophy soon and very soon. That's how good he is. That's why oh, he should be number that, one. That, I'm telling what, you, man. I'm telling you. You know man. who it could have been? been? Six Super Bowls, I love talking to you about six Super Bowls. I hear you. But it's you know what? Six. You and I, I, I love talking to you about the subject. Gate and Spy Gate and some other gate and the other gate. You heard I about that? I know those? you're all upset about that stuff, but that's a bad man right there. You uh, love talking about the early 90s Cowboys, understandably. Um, if Jimmy Johnson, I know we've talked about this, but if Jimmy Johnson doesn't leave, how many Super Bowls do you win? Well, we, we, when, I, when I meet when Troy and I, we have lunch or something, or we're sitting around chatting, we always get into talking about, man, we should have won at least five Super Bowls. You know, we really do talk about that. And I talk about it. It vexes us. It bothers us because we can't. And then, and then I start thinking, like, are, are we being greedy? We won three. You know, you got three Super Bowls. Not many people have three Super Bowls. But, yeah, we, we think about that. And, and, and that's what Belichick and Tom Brady has an opportunity to do. There's no doubt in my mind if we had kept 
and stayed together mm -hmm. that, that we would be talking about will Tom Brady eclipse Troy Aikman in Super Bowl. When, no you were, when you were with us uh, last year, we, uh, because we're, we're we men, I mean, we're tiny. Look at me, I'm tiny. I, I really do fear for my limbs when you grab me because they're so weak. Don't vex him. We, we had Irvin you. Might say. I don't know if you remember last year, but we had the great idea of Michael Irvin's feats of strength. You can see it right here in the, uh, oh, yeah, the monitor. Oh, yeah, we had you yeah, tear a phone yeah. book. And, uh, and you did. You tore a phone book in half. So. This year, oh, man, you guys are always covered up. With I see you got stuff, you got man. something going on with your hand there. But yeah, yeah, we, this is my. Um, we were wondering if you could do a Superman. If you think you can, this is actual rebar. This is what goes in our roads to hold cement in place, so uh, cars man. don't well fall to the center of the earth. <laughs> do you think you could bend this? Do you think you have I, enough I make strength? Make I don't think I can bend this, man. That man ain't coming. It's easy to bend, man. Come on, man. For you. Oh, my, we that, tried man. it earlier. Yes, we could man. not do it. Yes, you guys. No, could we bend. couldn't. You guys could bend. No, it. we could not. You really couldn't bend this? I probably can. Here, let me you try. Could, if you could, if they couldn't bend this, yeah. Don't you let them come See, on. See, that was baby. my fear. Is he starts shaking if, it. if it's your <laughs> man and he can't bend this, he cannot protect you safely. You tell him. No more in your bed. Get him, out, get him out of your house. Come on, man. You can't. She can't feel protected See, if you can't be in this. One hand. One hand. You be able to this is getting humiliating. We need a we need a Super Bowl pick from you, Michael. Well, you know, beginning of the year, I took Seattle over New England in this game, and and and, and I refuse to go away from it because right now I look like a genius. So I'm going to mm. stick with Seattle over New England. But I have said here of late that. I'm starting to lean a little more towards New England because I'm just worried about Seattle getting out of what they do. Now they're talking more than people are talking about them, and that, that worries me a little bit. But I'll stick with Seattle right now. The great Michael Irvin, Hall of Famer, Super Bowl champion, master of feats and world of strength. strongest man. <laughs> you can take that rebound with you if you like. Thank you, Michael. We appreciate it. Our colleague over at NFL Network, one of the greatest to have ever played the game, a member of the College Football Hall of Fame, a number of records still etched in the annals of NFL lore. Touchdowns in a single season, of course, always jumps out at you. The old horn frog of TCU back on set with us. It is the incomparable Ladanian Tomlinson. LT, what's happening, man? Oh, man, a lot right now. You know, doing all kind of things. You guys know how it is at Media Day. But it's fun, you know, you get to go around, see some of the guys I played against, played with, um, see my old teammate Lorenzo Neal. That was fun catching up. So just well, having a great time. You mentioned that as, as we're rolling in all those highlights of you. I, it occurs to me, you hear actors say, I can't watch movies that have me in it. Do you like watching yourself? I actually do. I, I like watching the highlights because... It is what it is. It's a highlight. So it, it highlights your good plays. There you go. You know, if I had to watch a full game, you know, I might turn my head a couple of times, miss that block. Yeah, just let, you, yeah. Just let your kids only see your highlights. Exactly. The old man never had a one-yard yes. run unless it was for a touchdown over the top. Right. The old uh, college choice always uh, I find fascinating, how you decide where you're going to go to school. Now, obviously, people know TCU because of Coach Patterson, what he's done since joining the Big 12, winning a Rose Bowl with Andy Dalton. But when you joined TCU, it was a member, I believe, of the WAC at the time, yes. right? So yes. you're one of the best running backs in the state of Texas in high school. Is Texas recruiting you? Is Oklahoma recruiting How does this all work out? No, I didn't get recruited by Texas, Oklahoma, none of those big schools, particularly because I played fullback most of my career in high school. I got the opportunity to play tailback my senior year. 
As you guys know, the recruiting process starts your sophomore, junior year. And by the time you're a senior, they're just making sure you're not going to get hurt and that you just make it through the season. Well, when my senior season came around, a lot of the big schools, they still didn't know who I was. Teams like TCU and Baylor and North Texas, teams like that, they recruited me and offered me scholarships, but those were the, the few teams that offered me. Um, you know what? Our time is short here. We better get the running back. Right oh, yeah, yeah. Let's get that Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. I think it should have been Super Bowl era. You didn't see Jim Brown play. You can't, or, or Gail Sayers. Now, talk about a highlight package to watch, though. These Gale are, Sayers uh, is fun. Fred Jackson was with us a little bit earlier. Okay. So these are Fred Jackson's rankings. This is the uh, the order he put them in. How about you? You want to keep Barry at number one, or? Um, actually, I'll put Walter at number one. All right. Put Walter put Barry at one. two. Put Barry at two. You mentioned sometimes you turn your you turn your head when you miss the block. Yeah. Talk about being able to lay the and, lay and the lick. Actually, I, I like what he has. You know, Jim arguably could be up here in some people's mind. Jim is up here. Uh, I, I like Marshall there, the best all-around football player, running back that we've ever seen. Emmitt Smith had the best balance that I've ever seen from a running back. Just the you know the dynamic player with Gale. I think he's 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 right there. Eric was a phenomenal player. Um, and then Earl, you know, he, he was the Marshawn Lynch of, of that right, day, yeah. you know. And so I like I like I the think, way the oh, list is. You know what? Now. I dropped one here. I got. I got. Ah, uh, I can't. I can't that. put myself in there. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you, can. Uh, you absolutely uh, can. You no, absolutely that's for, can. That's for other people to vote. Um, you know, I mean, Marshall Walt's busy over there. I was He's not even say. watching. Even replacing, he won't even know. There you go. <laughs> right there, and we'll um, between us. I'll just kind of we'll, sandwich yeah, that. Uh, yeah, right, we'll put right, it right there. There we go. There we go. There we go. Perfect. We've had this conversation before, but who's the best right now? Who do you love to watch the most there? Wow, that's a good one. You know, right now, man, I, I really love what Le'Veon Bell is doing and Jamal Charles. To me, those mm -hmm. two guys, because they can do everything. You know, they, they can catch the football out of the backfield. They can run it. You know, both of the guys block. They're the, the heartbeat of their team. Um, and, and also Marshawn Lynch. I got I to gotta say, those three guys, to me, are one, two, and three. How big would the uh, the would the offensive drop off be if the Seahawks don't keep Marshawn Lynch? Or I, isn't it the system? Couldn't Kristen Michael? No, or it's not like the system. Do I don't think it's the system because he is very much um, part of the fabric and identity that that mm. that football team is. And when you when you take that away, there's going to be a drop off. And you know, a lot of times we talk about perception is reality. The perception for the Seahawks is that. They're a physically dominating team with Marshawn. Take him away. Now what is the perception of that team? Mm -hmm. uh, last thing for you, Ladanian. Uh, I've done draft coverage with you. You certainly uh, know your college football well. You had Melvin Gordon break your record. P. Ryan breaks it the very next <laughs> week. What about these uh, backs coming out of college? Todd Gurley coming off the injury from Georgia, Melvin Gordon, even Tevin Coleman of Indiana. Is there one you like ahead of the others? Yeah, uh, for the, well, I think Melvin Gordon, to me, you know, is a guy that reminds me a lot of Jamal Charles. And so I think clearly he will be the number one running back coming off the board for the simple fact that Todd Gurley is coming off an injury. If it hadn't been from that injury, then them guys would be neck and neck for the number one uh, running back coming off the board. Because Todd Gurley, with the size that he possessed, the athletic ability right. that he had, the guy returns kicks. <laughs> Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. And he's a phenomenal player. If he comes back right, yeah, I think people are going to 
regret it's not having him. Yeah, it's going to be a Kind of like Adrian Peterson. It's going to yeah, be a steal. Yes. Uh, or LaDainian Tomlinson slipping to fifth in that draft, the Michael Vick draft that the uh, Chargers made that savvy trade. There he is. And don't yeah, hug him too long. We got to get to this hug him. No handshake. <laughs> oh, not for you and me. We <laughs> hug each other. I even sitting well, here. Le'Veon, how are you? Well, I'm in the middle. You're right in the middle, okay. right there straddling that beautiful yeah. piece of blue tape on the ground. Why are there so many Steelers at this doggone Super Bowl media week? I'll answer that. I'll tell you. <laughs> There's no football without Pittsburgh. Now Steeler go Nation is everywhere. Yes. Steeler Nation is everywhere. Yes. Anything else you want to do here? Anything else you want to answer for him? I want to swoon over Levy and Bell, but of course, my heart turned sour when I saw that knee injury week 17. How is the knee right now? My knee's feeling good. Uh, feeling real good. Um, you know, I've been able to start running this week. You know, it felt good to run. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, a lot of people take for granted to be able to run, you know, once you, but when you get hurt, you're not able to run for a certain amount of, for, for a certain amount of time. Um, you know, you think you get real happy when you're able to run again, so I'm glad I'm able to run again. What about the play itself? Le'Veon and what led to the injury and, and how you felt about it because there were some words exchanged afterward. How often do you take hits that you're just like, uh-uh, not cool? Man, that was the scariest hit of my life. I won't even, really? you know, I'm not even going to hold it up on y'all. I mean, that was probably the scariest hit of my life. Um, but, you know, I think it was innocent on his part. I don't think he tried to hurt me, you know what I mean? Um, you know, I'm a bigger guy running at him full speed. You know, he just tried to get me to the ground. And, um, and I'm glad I'm, like I said, it wasn't as bad as it looked. Uh, and I'm glad I'm you no know, healthy one. I don't know how you even respond to this question, but I'm going to ask it. Anyway. Don't ask it. Well, listen, <laughs> Steelers fans felt this, you know, going into that Ravens game, if 26 is out there, the Steelers win it. What was that like to have such a spectacular season and then not get to play against especially the arch rival in the uh, in the big game? Man, it, it sucks so bad. Yeah. Um, you know, being out there 17 weeks and knowing, you know, when your number is called, you're able to go out there and make a play, um, knowing your team leans on you in, in certain situations and, um, not be able to play in that one playoff game. You know, I'm on the sideline. And I know I can't do anything about you know making any plays or you know picking up any big blocks or making big catches or a long run. You know, knowing I can't do that because I'm on the sideline and not dressed. Um, it sucked. It sucked for me. It was one of the worst feelings I had. We uh, just saw Clay Thompson score. I don't know if you're a basketball fan. 37 points in a quarter. Didn't miss a single shot. And went ridiculous, right? And when a player in the NBA gets hot, they say, okay, heat check, just taking shots from anywhere. When a couple of these games this season, are you tired? Are you fatigued? Or because things are going so well and you are ripping off one carry after another, you're nearing 700 yards rushing in a single game, do you want the ball more or are you just too damn tired? No, nah, you, you want the ball. Like you said, when you get in like some type of zone, you never even feel how tired you are. I mean, after the drive is over, you get to the sideline, but man. My legs feel a little, a little fatigued, a little tired, but you know, during the course of the drive, you don't feel it at all, you know. And um, it's a couple times this year where I feel like I was in that zone, or you know, I had my own, you know, own little pace in my, in my head. And um, I'm glad I was able to make a couple plays this year. I'll tell you couple. what, at the yeah, start of the couple. season, couple. I, I don't want to, I don't want to pat myself on the boot. No, I do want to pat myself on the back. I told everyone, beware, Levy and Bell in year two. Big breakout coming here. The wiggle you showed right out of the gate at the start of the season. You were you looked different than you did the prior season. Has Nutra system or Weight Watchers or Jenny Craig? <laughs> because you really should be the pitch man for the virtues of losing a few pounds there. Um, no, I didn't. I wasn't taking any like, you no know, crazy supplements or anything. You know, I mean, 
Um, over the course of the summer, I was training in Miami, so that definitely helps. Um, me losing the weight, just running in that heat all the time. And um, me losing the weight, I think, like you said, it helped me with my quickness and my explosion, um, give me a little bit more wiggle. And um, I'm glad that I trained the way I did, and I'm going to do similar things this year. Maybe not losing weight, but I just want to get a little quicker, a little faster, and um, get better for next year. Were you wearing those old-school strength shoes with, like, the giant platforms on them walking I, around I, town? I, I, haven't that? Wore those, I haven't worn those since high school. <laughs> it's crazy that you mentioned those because I hadn't even heard about that. <laughs> they don't work. For so long. They don't work. No, they make your calves hurt. <laughs> walk around, you get cramps in your calves, but you walk around thinking, I'm going to get like three inches on my vert with these things, with these damn strength shoes. Um, did you get worried at all? Because kind of one of the one of the conversations at Michigan State was they're using him too much, man. They are really, really using him. When you're an amateur and you're not making money yet, do you think about the wear and tear on your body before you get to cash that first check? Um, you don't think about it. I mean, I remember when I was in college, I didn't think about, you know, when, when I was getting the ball 25, 30 times. You know, I didn't think about all the wear and tear on my body. That's not something you think about when you're young and, um, you know, athletic, you know, I mean, that's something that's the first thing over your head, you know, is the people in, in the media and like the coaches, people always talk about the shred on the tires and things like that, but um, it didn't bother me at all, you know, I mean, I feel like I felt good. Uh, my body never really felt broken down. Uh, you know, I didn't miss any games due to injury, you know, so um, I felt good going to, the, going to the NFL out of Michigan State. Anything you're uh, pushing out here? And you're just hanging out, Steeler yeah, Nation. Uh, you know, I, I got a nice little Steeler Nation hat on. Um, you know, this is a new hair, new era ball cap, um, the official ball cap in the NFL. Um, you know, I got nice a couple. Looking one. I yeah, love yeah. That. I know you oh, like this one. Yeah, you know, little Pittsburgh Steeler one. Nobody oh, really, go. I got nobody it really got this one. You know, um, I just got it today. I mean, it's a new nice. design. You know, so I like it. I've been rocking it all day. And this it's is the new you. era stocking cap. I got one of those too. I just got one of those. Is this mine? This for me. That's yours. This for me. I can put it on right now. You can. There we go. There we go. Best triplets, <laughs> best triplets right. in the NFL. Number Absolutely. one receiver, number one running back, huh? top three wide receiver. I, my, my ears are so warm and my fancy <laughs> new, offense new is cap. ready to roll in 2015. Keep going. Congratulations guys. on the success, Le'Veon. Uh, great to hear about the knee and uh, stay healthy moving forward. Thank you so much. Inside the convention center downtown Phoenix with Dave Damashek, this lovely lady right between us. I don't know what happened to you, Sheck. But boy, is your mother a gem. She is. That's didn't right. I, I didn't feel he? obliged to be a nice person. I was like, ah, she's chilled to handle that. No, he uh, is. Did you enjoy our show today? We certainly I did. did. Yeah. I did. I, yesterday's as well. And tomorrow, I'll look forward to tomorrow. We are looking so. forward to tomorrow as well. We uh, we wanted to get you a little more involved, as a matter of fact. That's uh, fine. Should we get her to rank something, maybe? Sure. Dave, yeah, what do you think? Sure. What, what, what might be the best? Perry board, we are, well, you know what? Yeah, that's a good idea, because Katy Perry uh, is performing at halftime, and we're going to go to her press conference. How about, no, this... My grandchildren. Okay. I could rank my grandchildren or my children. There might you be could. some raw feelings <laughs> for that. I, I would I think love already for know. you to rank your children. As long as you have eight of them and the guy right here on my left finishes at number eight. So how about Katy Perry outfits Katy Perry. here from her music oh, outfits? Videos? Oh, outfits? Oh, we've got to put this one first. This is too really? good. That's not something I've ever seen you wear. Well, like it's, you don't see me at all times of the day. That's you know, wow. Goes you have your own life. Mo goes with the most person. revealing immediately, that's, straight out the gate. This me. is what Listen. happened after we cleared out of the house. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> your father only wishes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd rather not see if you yeah, ever did wear <laughs> something like that. This. That for sure you wouldn't see. I'm hoping no, no, that there are, not, well, uh, there are no photographs. Oh, oh, this is really a pretty one. No, let's move this. Oh, you're about, oh okay. Yeah, let's now, go. No, I think that was look. guilt that left you to <laughs> uh, swap right. that yeah, out. It, yeah, was, you yeah. know what? I don't want David to be scarred. Now, while you work on this, what do yes. you think about uh, Cam is... Chancellor matching up on Gronkowski? Is that a favorite? Well, a who, who do you think that one favors? Though? I like Gronk myself. Do you? I really do. He doesn't talk a lot and everything, but I, I like him. I think 
but I'm still I'm very busy doing this. I like Gronk. Yeah. Taking I it do. very seriously. Yes. The Katy Perry album. Oh, Katy I like Perry? that. Focused. The anticipate Max Unger's return, it, it, it presumably to uh, to 100% to factor into things in the running game and establishing. I don't want to hurt Mr. Unger's feelings. I have no idea who he is. Oh, uh, no, that's but, okay. You know these, what? Maybe another board. The Steelers aren't playing. That's it. That, the Steelers that's are your team. Yeah, that's right. It's rude to the Steelers not to be fan. here. <laughs> The Steelers uh, aren't here. That's all I know. Let's get a wheel of stupid questions. Oh, let's yeah, do the stupid questions. About, yeah. But don't ask me. Bye-bye. Number 10, when yes. going to see a movie, what's your go-to snack? Popcorn. Popcorn. But butter. Okay. Lots of butter. There we yeah, go. got to do that. Let's yes. get, uh, what's the worst gift you've ever received? Worst? It's something that yeah. your son gave you. No, no. He gives great gifts. Really good gifts. He's a good gift. <laughs> Gee, what? I, if it was a gift, I probably something, loved it. it really probably, I'm, my guess is it was something from my sister, Debbie. <laughs> oh, no. One more. No, Mrs. Here we true. go. Oh, this is wonderful. Okay. Question number 18. Mm-hmm. Between the two of us, who's less annoying? <laughs> you know, we're going to go into an early dinner <laughs> after this, so goodbye, you let, that, let, let that weigh into your decision here that All we're right, going to well, dinner and who well, gets the chance. Yeah, yeah, I don't know when we'll meet again, so. Yeah, I'm much more annoying. Ah, <laughs> uh, there she is, Mo Damashek, my all-time favorite interview. And once again, rising to the occasion, why this old broad from Steeltown, Pennsylvania, is unusually cool and calm and collected talking to the likes of uh, all-pro cornerback Patrick Peterson about uh, the kinds of steaks that she likes to eat is beyond me. But nonetheless, great fun to have her and the old man pay us a visit uh, on the set on Thursday. And with that, we'll wrap it up. Next time we speak, it will be after Super Bowl 49. We'll be back in either Studio 66 by the time we talk, or maybe we'll do some silly transportation cast for you after the fact, like we did last year when we jumped on a plane and went 30,000 feet in the sky and recorded a post-show, a post-game for you that way. Either way, like I say, it will be after the conclusion of the game, so you can look forward to, uh, so we'll look forward to to that, and I'm looking forward to, for all the talk about the deflated footballs and all this and that, underneath it all, there's a fascinating football game awaiting our eyeballs. Good luck to your team if you're rooting for the Hawks or Patriots. For the record, I've given you my pick already, but I'm going to give it to you one last time. New England Patriots, 30. Seattle Seahawks, 24. I don't hate you, 12s, and I don't hate your team. I picked the Seahawks last year to beat the Broncos, and uh, this year I am picking the Patriots to beat the Seahawks. We'll see how it all goes down. Be on the lookout on Twitter and NFL.com. Football Baby, or should I say Football Cactus, has delivered his pick, and that's worth way more than my pick anyhow. Enjoy the game, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. In the meantime, thanks so much. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.